Welcome to Sports and More with HTC. Tonight we have RP3, Teabag, and Cap. Uh, and Perk might be joining us later, which kind of seems to be the trend for him here anymore. Uh, <clears throat> but tonight, our three-point rundown, we're going to talk and touch anything NBA-related. Um, it's going to be our first point. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of different things going on in the NBA, uh, from awards to LeVar Ball on WWE. So uh, hang with us on that one. Point number two, we are going to talk about the big three. Uh, week one is in the books, and we're going to talk a little bit about the big three, uh, what it has to offer. And point number three, we're going to talk about something that I'm an expert on, and that's Formula One racing. And I'm going to bring in these guys, uh, Cap and RP3, that they're going to talk a little bit of knowledge about it. Um, but I'm kidding. I know nothing about it. Formula One racing. These guys are the experts. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into topic number one, uh, the NBA. Um, we can start with trade rumors. Um, I've heard that the Boston Celtics are putting in the works an offer to get Gordon Hayward and Paul George. Um, I know they're trying to free up some cap space. Kelly Olenek has uh, been talked about being dropped uh, or uh, turned into a free agent and let go to free up some cap space for these guys. Um, in my opinion, that would be one hell of a basketball team. Uh, I think um, those two guys added into what they were able to get in the draft plus what they already have uh, could – could contribute and give uh, the Cavs a little bit of run for the money. Uh, any thoughts on that, on those trade rumors? Yeah, you're talking about the uh, – sorry, I wasn't paying attention right there. You're talking about the Celtics and Paul George and uh, Hayward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I think – I mean, you're taking the number one team in the East and you're adding two All-Stars. One of which, and Hayward, hasn't plateaued yet. He's still on the rise. Right. Um, Who has a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of upside. Um, yeah. And, a um, lot of talent. So he, so I think, and then you have Paul George who, yeah, Indiana got swept. The Pacers got swept, but it was the closest sweep. The, yeah. Out of, I agree out of with that. ever, ever. <clears throat> I mean, it was a overall 16 points differential between Overall, the winning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got swept, but out of all four games, they lost by no more than 16 points all four games combined. And how many um, of those games did Cleveland have to come from a double-digit deficit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's showing right there because Paul George's main main priority on that, on that game is between him and Lance closing down LeBron and, and, and Kyrie and and then scoring too because you have nobody else on the team really. Um, so you had Paul George, who's always gotten in LeBron's head. Like, he's always been able to get along with, you know, to block him out, you know, get in his head game-wise, not not mentally, but game-wise. And then you have, you know, Jordan Hayward with an upswing. The only problem is Isaiah, because Isaiah, all three of those guys like to handle the ball. And Isaiah, you don't have a, you don't have a distributor on the team. But I think if you have those three guys, you're guaranteed to go on seven games with, and, uh, and, you know, they're not favored to win the East conference championship wise, in my opinion, because the other team still has three all-stars as of right now. 
And um, they also have the greatest player in the game. So, barring any fall-off from LeBron, and you also have the best finisher in Kyrie um, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so, well, like, Paul, those, Paul George, he's, he's definitely the best finisher in the game, really. That's he's joke. up there, but he's not Kyrie. <laughs> I'm, talking not about Kyrie quarter, I'm talking about fourth quarter finishing where he doesn't seem to ever do it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, have, I don't put Paul George quite on the pedestal that a lot of other people do. I, I don't know that he's that good. And, and this trade, boy, that takes that takes a lot of work. You're talking about third and fourth parties almost being involved in this trade. And I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see. I could see Paul George. I could honestly see him in Cleveland or Washington almost before I see him in Boston. But, uh, but he has no, he has no, he has right now at this point, he has no say in where he goes. Well, for one year, for one year, for one year, for one year, you know, now. Well, you know, there's also talks that he's reaching out to Clay Thompson, trying to get Thompson to go and play in LA with him. And LA. Yes. And that's, Paul George has backhanded the Pacers so bad here. It's their their handcuffs. Do you really think that's Do you really think that's a backhand? Absolutely. He he trashed any trade value he had because when he said, "I want to well, go yeah, home, but I want to play in L.A." That they're only trading a one year player. Everybody knows that's why Boston's so skeptical. That's why anybody is skeptical of picking him up because they're, it's a rental. You're picking him up for yeah, a year. Well, yeah. I mean, but what? you're also he could he could leave him high and dry. he could just have not said anything and leave him high and dry in the end. And they think that they make him think it. that they're going to sign him. Well, no, he could have said he could have said he get something out of him. No, no, he mellowed him. He could have said, "Hey, I want to leave." He didn't have to say publicly, "I'm going to be a where he wanted." Yeah, because then 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 you open up leverage. The Pacers are all, the Pacers Paul George are screwed. Everything you know about Paul George, which I mean we don't know him personally, but uh he doesn't seem like a mellow to me to where he's gonna just trash the organization his whole way out. No, 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 I'm not that. saying that. I'm talking he's about, still gonna play. He's, move from Denver. He's gonna ball out. Yeah, he's gonna ball out. Hey, it's all about celebrating the community and all of you to give back in okay. the city. Okay. <laughs> nice celebrating the community. Yeah, uh, that was uh that was an ad popped up on uh, Yahoo Sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's a community moment. No, I yeah. you know I've also read this it, thing it here. Cool. That, it would be cool. It would be cool to see uh, to see Hayward playing for Brad Stevens again. I do. Um, I do like that. I, I like that a lot. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I get, just as Indiana yeah. guys. I mean, that's that's cool to see. To see a Brownsburg kid playing for his coach that he went to a national title with. You know when Butler, uh, that, yeah, that, that's that's all great. I I hate to see Boston sink too much into this because I have I, I do pull for Boston a little bit. I'm not uh, I don't really have an NBA team that I pull for, but you're not really cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that that's that's common knowledge. But uh, I, I just hate to see him. I hate to see him sink a whole lot of draft picks into this. And I say, that like, done, they, they, yeah, but Ainge, and Ainge isn't somebody to go over that salary cap. He, he's not somebody. It's just not his style. He likes to win every trade he makes. And I, I yeah, feel like I think, this is a 
this is going to be a hard one for him to pull off. Well, I do I, know that, you know, they, they're saying that they have high confidence that they'll be able to get George to, to do a contract extension and, and keep him from just being that rental, rental player. Um, now I know, like, he's come out publicly and said that he, he wants to be a Los Angeles Laker, but I tell you what, you and I and everybody else knows that everything has a price tag and if you can make it worth his money or make it worth his while and make the kids stay in Boston for a couple of years and, and, you know, you've got the pieces to surround him and be like, listen, if you – and you've got a heck of a coach and you're like, listen, man, you, you stick the course here and uh, let us do a three-year deal and – we can get you a championship and then go to L.A. You know what I mean? Like, That's the key. Like, That's the key. He's right not going to go to L.A. right away and win a championship. Well, exactly. With, he's not getting any with, younger. With, with, he's already with, I, I, I agree with you. That the cash is king, right? Everything Everything's for sale for the right price. But he cannot, he cannot sign his biggest max deal unless he's a free agent. Am I wrong about that? For him to get his max money, does he not have to sign that as a free agent? And he has to be, he has to be like a first team all over. Oh, yeah, 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 there's something about that. There's a lot of incentives. There's a lot of shit in there. I guess what I'm getting at is, what I'm getting at is, I don't know that you could lock up that three year deal right away. I think you would have to trust his word that says, after next year, when I'm a free agent, I'll sign a deal with you. Well, I don't. I don't I think. think. And I could. Him, be, I, could I don't be think at this point with him, you're not. You're just trying to test the waters with him to see if you might have that opportunity. But I guarantee you, if you get to Game Seven in the Eastern Conference Championship or into the Finals, or even win, talking, I mean, you know, you're getting a heck. You're getting you're a heck getting, of a run. Now all of a sudden, at Cleveland getting, for one year, and you're getting when in his mind, you're giving him that taste. That taste back because you can go back a few years ago when Indy was actually doing good, right? And he had that and taste he was that there. fire, and he was there. You know, he's had unlike Clay Thompson because Clay Thompson they're talking about is wanting to leave because he's you know a number three, number four guy. And you've already got he's two never ones. been, and he's never been, and he's already got rings, and he's never been a number one, and he could go to most of the NBA teams and be a number one guy. LA. Where Paul's no, been no, the number no, one no, guy, he, he's not. He's not a number one guy. I don't uh, think he, uh, he he doesn't control the game enough to be. You that put him in Utah. Guy. He's the number one guy. Yeah, I mean, you put him in a. You don't see it because you've got. Three, I can't even argue that because I do not get to watch Utah. <laughs> I don't even know what to work. Yeah, you can put him. Well, in a, just, you can put him in. A, you know, like everybody said the same <laughs> thing about Hardy. You know, but you know, and then he's out no, there. Yeah, but, no, but about they, a year. The, but, the reason he's, and but, it's well, I guess what I'm getting at, he controls the game because he 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 dominates the ball. Clay Thompson does not dominate the ball. He put up what was it sixty he points this year? He put up sixty points in a game this year on eleven dribbles. He gets his buckets, but he does not dominate the game. If that makes any sense, he does not control. They've got the too. Pace. They've got too many. They got too many ball handles on I, I'm not just saying that's his that. type of. He, I don't ever see him being a true dominant number one. He's kind of. Like, I, I guess would you but ever say go, that Ray, Ray Allen was like a number one? I don't. I mean, even on the big three, you know, he just wasn't ever really. You never build it on the big around. three. He wasn't, but in Milwaukee, he was. And how he did was they the man do? in Milwaukee? How did they do? They were in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. They did okay. 
They were in I mean, the playoffs. They, were, they, weren't gonna, they weren't gonna win, like, the championship, but Clay's already got his championships. He's going, like, let me go make my money on a shitty team. Yeah. And see what we can do. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, Paul's already done that. Paul's made his money on, on a decent team Paul that turned shitty. Paul ain't made that max money yet. He has not made the max money yet. Paul George? Yeah. But if he goes, he's still I waiting. He's made a lot of money. He, he's he, still made a lot oh, of money. He's, he's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money. He's made it, yeah. He, he hasn't got his piece of that new, uh, CBA, that new, that new if deal. If he would have made an all, all NBA team this year, he would have. Boy, what a snub, too. Ooh. Think he's not bitter yeah. about that one? Oh, my. I think I would be if it cost me that I think he's doing, <laughs> would be power. <laughs> he's going to come out next year and just, because, like, we, me and, me and, uh, T-Bag talked about this before. But, uh, He's still rebuilding, I think. Like, we just started seeing him starting to get to a, his groove and his point this year in the playoffs of getting back to the Paul George we saw two, three years ago. Well, like After I said, his, man, he, he's got, he's got brand new teammates. He's got a brand new coach and this is his first full year back. So give him, mm-hmm. give him, he'll be, he'll be back to where he needs to be. No matter yeah, where he's not, because when he broke when he broke his leg, he was easily a top five or six player, and they had him above Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And uh, and now Kawhi, people are trying to put him in the MVP MVP mix, and I I don't even understand that one. Um, so Cap, I mean, I'm understand. looking at the I'm looking at the All NBA team winners this year. Um, I don't know how much you you know about what who all made it. I'm trying to figure out who's gonna who who would he replace? Rudy Gobert? Death I think he could replace him. DeMar DeRozan? Yeah. Um, yeah. Possibly. DeAndre DeRozan DeRozan's just got a huge following. Now who who votes? Yeah. This is fan vote, right? This is fan vote. Yeah, uh, I not. believe it's a lot on fan. No, no, no. Fan this, is, media. this is medium. Yes, this is a writers. This is a writers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is an um, AP. This is an AP fucking Gobe- thing. Gobert, DeRozan, DeAndre Jordan, maybe even Draymond Green. No. Oh, I no, definitely put Draymond because oh, he does man. more on a he does more on a team than Draymond does. Draymond's a role player. Whoa, shit! Wind kicked up. Draymond, Draymond's a role player behind Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Exactly. Because, but you got to look at the positions they're in, you know, like on their teams where, you know, Paul's got to carry everything, so he's going to get tired. He doesn't get to rest. He's got to play defense. He's yeah, got to play offense. I mean, I, rest I'm not. I'm not. Play defense. I guess. Yeah, I you guess. You know, where Draymond goes out talent, there, and it's, it's like you know, I, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess where Draymond's got to go out there and protect the rim, you know, and then and then score from within ten feet. No, Paul, Paul George is not a slouch. I, I'm not saying that. I just, I, I don't know. I definitely think he, he, he could have beat out Rudy Gobert and DeMar DeRozan. And then, you yeah, know, I would, maybe I would, a debate with Draymond. Yeah, what about I, Isaiah I would, Thomas? I, I could not be lower on Isaiah Thomas. I, if, if I was a Celtics, I would have got rid of him right after, as soon as I could. Do you I think Isaiah Thomas makes, Gets that draft because of his size, or gets I'm sorry, gets that award because of his size. 
I think he was I well think, at the end of the year. He was a feel, he he was fun to watch. I mean, he, he was a blast to watch. Allen Iverson. The same way with Russell Westbrook. The same thing with Russell but, Westbrook. But you think of the defensive liability that you put on the floor when Isaiah Thomas is on the floor? I mean, it's it, it's just like Westbrook. It, it the is same, just like the same. It's just like Westbrook and, and Hart. Ex- except know, Isaiah they, is not as good as Westbrook on the other end of the yeah, floor. Or or Hart. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Both, both those guys, both those guys played no defense, but they can get to the hole. I, I think Isaiah Thomas has about distribute. a few years Isaiah span Thomas in this has, league where he's Isaiah Thomas play. hasn't had over Isaiah Thomas hasn't had over six assists in a game. You know I think he just gets up. a little bit more hype because he's so small and he's able to do what he does because of the size. Now, if you and put he plays him in, at, and he plays in Boston, you put him at he six, three six four. He and he is doing what he's doing now. It's not as impressive. Put, put him where I I, I got I, I lost you there. Put him where around the six should, three or six four. If he oh, if he's yeah, taller, yeah. like he's you know he's come out and said if yeah, I'm six yeah, four yeah. I would be able to beat LeBron. You know you put him at six yeah. four and he's doing what he's doing. It's not that impressive. <laughs> what be in the NBA if he's doing what he's doing at six four? What was uh? I'm losing his name here. He he did a little stint with the Knicks. He did a little stint with the Bulls. Uh, I think he Blues. won a dunk contest. No, he, he did. He won a dunk contest. Short oh. guy. Oh, n- n- oh, man, I can't believe the way he's going. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. He was a point guard, a little short guy, and he, Nate he Robinson. The Nate Robinson. Nate. I was trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nate Robinson. That is. I, I, we're watching a better Nate Robinson. Remember, Nate Robinson had a hot couple of years there where he was a yeah. He was Nate good. Robinson score. Yeah, you know what he's doing yeah. now? He's dribbling between people's legs in China, like like <laughs> going through their legs. His whole body going underneath their legs. That's that yeah, was just like there. Stephon Marbury, man. You guys remember Stephon well, Marbury? Well, uh, but you remember how short his lifespan was? Starberry, and, and I feel yeah, yeah. old Starberry. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I feel like I feel like that's Isaiah Thomas. I don't think you can win a title with Isaiah Thomas at the one. I just don't. I, no, I don't think you can do it. He, he's a, he's um, too much of a defensive liability. Whether he's playing uh, Cleveland or Golden State, really for that matter, who's gonna go? Who's he gonna play if they play Golden State? Who's he gonna play on the other end of the floor? Well, it's got to be Steph just because he's the closest one to his height. Right. So you're gonna. So so the worst defensive player in the league is gonna play the most efficient player in the league. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah. I mean, that's who you have to match him up with. And right. I mean, and I don't that's, know. That's such I a liability. I don't watch much of uh, the regular season, but I would hate to see you know when Boston did match up with Golden State. You know, going back and looking at it, I would hate to see what they what he did to him. They actually played Golden State really well. I think they beat them once. I think they actually beat them once. But I, in the seven game series, that's a regular season, and I'm pretty sure yeah. Golden State was across the country in Boston on a road trip. I mean, I, I just don't think it's it's a feasible deal. But so, what do you guys do you think have... about? I'm sorry. I'm listening. I mean, I've right, so... that down. Yeah, so so look at the awards. Look at the awards for a second from last night from the NBA awards. 
And uh, yeah. for for MVP, of course, we got Russell Westbrook. We, we talked about uh, James Harden, and then Kawhi Leonard. And you don't even have a LeBron in there. Don't have even LeBron. Yeah, don't have uh you, know, you don't have you don't have somebody like that. You know you don't have anybody that's on the two teams that want it. I, well that's even not, in, that's, not even even, in that's not even the thing to me. I the M V P if they want to give it to like Kevin Durant and who won it last year? Um no, I, I forget who won it. But anyway, like if you want to give it to somebody like, like Russell, Curry got it that's, last year. That's yeah, that's right. Curry got it last year. The last, like the last, uh, the only unanimous MVP ever. Well, uh, that that that's fine. Actually, Steph, I don't so much mind as much as like this Russell Westbrook. You can give it to him, but you can't call it the most valuable player. Yeah, if you want to call him the, the best, most, the best out, the most best exciting, most out, most outstanding player, something like that. But the most valuable player from what 15, 14 years ago? What was it? What, 12, 13 years ago? I guess 13 years ago when LeBron James came into the league. From that point on, he has been the most valuable player in the league because no matter and what then, team you put and, him on, they were going to go to the playoffs. You, he, I think he, his plus minus. Or, or his his point differential was something like 16 points when he played and when he didn't. You could have put him on the Brooklyn Nets and they would have made the playoffs just on that. I mean, just if oh, you if you they probably be the Eastern Conference Championship. There's no one else in the league that you can take him one person off one team and replace him with one person on another team and instantly make them a conference finalist. Or you know, in the in the discussion, nobody else in the league can do that. So if you're going to call it the I, most valuable player, you must give it to the most valuable player. Uh, they've even got to change the name. I mean, I understand the LeBron fatigue. Look, I don't well, want to give they it. Have, they I don't have, want to they give have LeBron every year player. either. Right, you know, it's the same thing that happened to Jordan back in the day too. Jordan, you know, could have got it. Eight years in a row, but he only ended up getting three or four of them, right? Um, I don't know. He but, got one before he got a championship. But my thing is, you have a most valuable player and you have a defensive player one, but you don't have an offensive player one. What if they put in an offensive player award? That would alleviate, I think, giving MVP to somebody who just scores lots of points. And it's exciting to watch. Well, I know, like... What do you think, TV? Yeah, so... I know that, like, Perk and Hilly and I talked about kind of, like, the this topic a while back. And I'll bring it back up to some of the points that I remember that Perk was talking about. Perk was saying that there needs to be a clear-cut, like, criteria for your most valuable player. Like, are you going to base it on like triple double stat, you know, like what's what's the biggest contributor to your award? And there's never been a clear cut answer to that. No, no one's ever. It's almost like yeah, you're saying like a formula, a formula where you can punch out an equation. Yeah, I, right. In a roundabout way, I, that's kind of 
and I guess if you I look at in, in a different language, but yes, that, that's what I agree. I, there needs to be it needs to be clear cut because it, I, think mean, you, I think value it needs to be, yeah. value is. And you need to have something with the you need to have the plus minus when the guy's on the floor should be a big thing. Points should be big. Assists should be big. Rebound. I mean, the triple double, the typical triple doubles should be big. But you know, you also should have the plus minus. Because when you add in that plus minus, you're going to take away those guys that are just doing this on a team that's not doing anything. You right. know and another like, thing, another thing I think about that award is, <clears throat> okay, it it should be about the most valuable person to their team. And like what we're saying, if you take that player off of that team and put him on another team, is he still performing that well? And every, you know, night in, night out. Now, we're looking at three nominees that made the playoff. So at, at least they're relevant mm-hmm. to their team. They're, they're the best eight in their, in their conference. You know, James Harden with the Rockets, Kawhi Leonard with the Spurs, and then Russell Westbrook with the, with the Thunder. So these guys, I'm looking at these three, and I look at the Rockets. And if you take James Harden off the Rockets, do the Rockets make the playoffs? Absolutely not. You take Kawhi Leonard off of the Spurs, do they make the playoffs? Yes. Uh, maybe. I will give you that. Yeah. I think, they're, they're, I think because they're, they're, they actually, they hold actually on. have did, a better win-loss record you all, off the court. Did you watch game one of the Western Conference Finals? Did anybody watch that? Because when, when Kawhi Leonard when got, got hurt, they were up by 20. He got hurt and, and then they ended up the losing. Game. But right. that's against Golden State. We're talking about right. playing the rest of the league. I'm, you know? I'm talking about playing the champions. When it was, yeah. when push comes to shove, I'm talking about playing the champions. Yeah, I understand with Greg Popovich. Yeah, you can take him off of Golden, there. But Golden State, has a, Golden State has a habit. I mean, they didn't do the championships. I was just saying, we're they, cutting, they we're cutting, Kawhi, we're cutting Kawhi Leonard a little bit short here on that one. My opinion. I'm just saying, I'm right. just saying that the Spurs are still a decent yeah, team. Yeah, right. yeah, no, and I and I don't, they're, they're, I don't disagree with that. They're a top I think eight, eight team in the West without it. Yes, and then Oklahoma yeah, has a girl with Depot, so they're going to the playoffs. No, I think if you take <laughs> Russell, Russell Westbrook off of that team, they do not they do not win. They don't come out fifty percent in the in regular season. Mm-hmm. So, looking at those three, now, granted, I know, like what you said, you could throw in LeBron James, because if you take LeBron James off the Cleveland Cavaliers, I don't think that they are a playoff team. Well, I don't, they, yeah, they I don't did, think they're even – they're the Pacers. They did they're that. The they did that one time. He went from the Eastern Conference Finals, and then he left, and they were the worst team in the league. Exactly. No, I mean, they, look at what Miami – They went to the championship game. They went to – That's, they what, went that's to the, what I'm saying. Or the finals, not the Eastern Conference. They went to the finals. They, they, and they lost the finals. In six, right? And he left, and they were the worst team in the league. And I'll mind you, when Jordan left after they won their what was it? They won their third oh. title or whatever. Yeah, Jordan left, and you know what? The Bulls won three less games the next year without Jordan. Just saying. But they didn't win <laughs> the championship without him. If only Perk were listening in on the in the background, I think he would chime in right now. Because <laughs> anytime would, we bring they, they up, didn't, they didn't win the championship. Anytime we bring up Jordan, he. I'm just it. saying. I'm just yeah. Saying. But, that, that's just a, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, what happens if you take somebody off the team. I think there was. I think there was. I was just creating a parallel. How about that? 
But but to be honest, like, so what I'm saying is the MVP, okay, yeah, in a hypothetical world, we can't take these guys off the off the teams and and see what they do. But at the same time, we do need some, some cut and dry criteria of, okay, this is what we're looking for. Uh, these are the stats that we're looking for. If nothing else, to give these guys something to shoot for. You know, I mean, if Russell Westbrook's going to go out and average a triple-double for whatever the season or whatever, if that's not enough to win it, okay, then what is? And, you know, I mean, if LeBron James does this and it's not enough, okay, then what is? And I think it just has to be something a little more cut and dry. Like this is the criteria. This is what we're looking at. This is what. Yeah. These are the these are the points you get graded on on how you become the MVP. Uh, I'll. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I do. I do too. And if if I could uh, if I could swing this discussion in a little different direction, he did get the triple double. I you talk about something for these guys to shoot for. I mean, at a certain point in the season, he was shooting for the triple double. I mean, naturally, yeah. like I don't blame him. You know what I mean? I'm not not judging him on that. That's just human nature. Yeah, he said he was going to do it. He yeah, I mean, he 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 was shooting for the triple double, and I didn't watch enough Oklahoma game, Oklahoma City games, but I heard a lot of people talk about you know some some easy boards that he got, you know. Uh, Right. Well, maybe somebody else. No, I don't, I don't call, think anything's call, easy. I, I'm good. not calling. No, I'm saying where Oklahoma City was getting a rebound and maybe, you know, he snuck in and got the board where he could have let, you know, he could have let his four get it or whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah, by, yeah. I'm not even saying selfish. I mean, it might have been one of the things where even his team was like, hey, yeah, yeah, man, you know, it was I'm a known. It. Yeah, it was a known thing within him. Yeah, let, let's see if he can't do this. You know, but in doing that, and this is a, more of a, a basketball 101, I'm asking. Do you want your one? Do you want your point getting that rebound, you know, five feet, ten feet out of the paint? Or do you want him 25 feet catching the outlet and running the fast break? You know what I mean? Is he actually hurting the team? By not no, letting his three, four, three, three, four, five, and I am, you know, by not letting his three, four, five, by crashing the paint and getting that board, would he have been better off taking, you know, starting his transition and catching that outlet and getting the, moving the ball up the floor? I mean, the guy's, the guy can move the ball end to end. I'm going to say faster. Probably well, that, that all that all falls down to kind of just Billy Donovan's coaching style. Like, how does how does Billy Donovan? Like, I've watched Billy Donovan a lot in Florida, and Florida, and when he was there, he likes the fundamental ball where you play your role, you do your thing. Well, that's kind of fundamental. That is a little bit fundamental. Get that outlet pass. You're on the top. That's what I'm. That's what I'm agreeing with you right here. I'm agreeing. Yeah. Agreeing okay. That's I'm agreeing with you right here. So, like, I don't know if really Billy was really. Trying to, I mean, I hate to say that about a coach, but um, playing second he fiddle, feeding into, yeah, playing second fiddle. You know, in NBA, that kind of does happen because you know usually the players are making more money than the coach. So, especially, and the, and the owner, especially and the owner, in Oklahoma City, especially in right. Oklahoma City, when you're one, when you're, when you're looking for play, ratings, and you only ratings, got one, you're looking for money. Yeah. I, what, what do you think about that, T-Bag? I mean, I. I any input I, there? 
I agree with you. I think there were some definitely some nights where even you know they're they're losing a game, and you know he's got you know maybe nine rebounds and you know seven assists and twenty nine points or whatever, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm gonna look to get you an assist. You better drop it. You know what I mean? Like I I see that. It it, it definitely happened. I. I watched oh, yeah. some of their games. No, no. I, well, look, my my question is, I don't, I really don't have a problem with that. My question is, that all started somewhere. You know what I mean? That that started somewhere by where he, well, he's being I think it maybe ball-centric or something. I think it came in games that they were going to lose anyway. I think they came in games that they were going to lose anyway. You don't think it started you know, at the beginning of the season? Uh... I mean, I think at the beginning I, I, of the season it started in Russell's mind. That, that's well, what I mean. Once he got once he got well, close to it and he started doing it, busting his butt. I think maybe at the beginning wants. of the season he he started to get them, and then he was like, "Ah, yeah, this is you know this could be a thing." And then like I think it was more toward the middle end of the season where he was you know maybe stretching for a few of those. Um, yeah. But it, you know, I, so, I feel like it was probably in games late where the the outcome was probably already determined, where they were either up big or down big. So, so fu- fundamentally, as I say to say, you don't oh, think yeah. it, it hindered the team. Oh, no. I think, I think it's it a, definitely did. first of all, I think it, yeah, definitely would put some damper on your team because, for one, you're taking stats away from, you know, a Victor Oladipo or, you know, any other person that could have been pulling down those rebounds or, or getting those assists or dropping in buckets. And, and I do agree with you what you're saying. Like, you want your bigs, you want your three, four, fives to get the rebound and hit your outlet, and boom, you're in transition. But, <clears throat> I mean, in, in all honest, in all honesty, like, Westbrook's going to get the ball. And I, nine times out of ten, when I watch the NBA, if you don't see that quick outlet to the to the corner right away, you see the point guard come back and circle around and get it, yeah. and then drive it out. I, I'll agree with that. I, I do agree with that. The only the only thing is Westbrook is a different kind of dude, and if you get him the ball at half court and he's got three guys in front of him, he's gonna blow past two of them before he gets to the free throw line, and the other dude, he's probably gonna go up on him anyway. You know, he's, he's, a, a, he's a once in a lifetime that. talent, dude. He's a, he's a once in a lifetime talent. That, that, that's like what a, I mean. Almost I just, like I just an wonder, AI. I just wonder if you know. I would. I just wonder if it would have been any different. You know, had he not, maybe had Billy Donovan coach. Maybe had Billy Donovan stuck up a little bit. I'm just. I'm just asking for a thought provoking. Um, anyway, you know, well, I'm mean? just see what you guys thought about it. It's definitely something too to kind of, like you said, to throw into a debate because, you know, I I would have to go back and look at some of the games, um, and, and see how close they were. And, you know, I mean, if you get out and you run Russell Westbrook the whole game, are you going to win the majority of your games? Yeah, probably. Because, you know, if but does he have the confidence in those guys to pull down those boards? You know what I mean? Or is he, because to me, he, he has that mindset and that mentality of, of you guys suck. I've got to go I got to do it. 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 Right. I, I agree. I completely, I, I see that. And him too. I thought it was ironic his speech last night too. He's like, "Oh, this is an award <laughs> for my teammates, you know, and all I could have done without right. you guys." Like, 
Well, oh, he he's the worst teammate to have, but the worst teammate to hate. You know what I mean? Like you you don't want to. Yeah, that's what I think that's says, what made it hard on Kevin. That's what made it hard on Durant to leave. I, I really yeah. believe that. I, I do believe that. But uh, yeah. So what do you guys think about? Um, I mean, we talked about Brad Stevens a little bit ago, and we talked about Billy Donovan and how great a coaches they are. But um. Well, Brad Stevens got got his team to the Eastern Conference Championships and a number one seed in the East, and he's not even listed on the uh, coach finalist the for Coach of the Year. He, Mike D'Antoni for the Rockets. Uh, I love that. And and Spolstra, Spolstra of all people, like what what the Heat do? They almost made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like how he, is he, he made a he made a, he made a he made a lot out of not much. Uh, I mean, whatever. I, what I'm gonna I I do like Dan Tony winning that award. I, I did. Yeah. I was I was but all about. But what Dan do you Tony. feel about what do you feel about Stevens not even talked about it? And he got the Celtics to the number one seed. Man, he. I guess maybe it's because he gets so much love from everybody all the time. Like, there's nobody that says, man, the Celtics need to get rid of Stevens. He sucks. Well, you know what another I mean? thing, you guys like, he's think about. He's so well accepted. When are, when are these, when are these votes tallied? You know, that's one thing that I always wondered. I, I thought they were tallied right there at the end of the season, like right at the beginning of the uh, playoffs. Right, at, right before the playoffs started. Hey, I don't right, know. Yeah, right before, or right after. I think that's right around where they're. It, it's it's prior to the playoffs. I do. I'm. Yeah. Ninety percent. I mean, he got. He was either. He was either because right there at the end, he was in second. Well, let me ask you this, RP three. Let me ask you this: If they don't come back from that Chicago deficit, would you even consider him even after? What he did all NBA season, would you consider him coach of the year? Because if he gets well, knocked I mean, off in the first it, round it, by the Bulls, granted, I, I know what you're saying. Like, he, what he did was, was, you know, was great. It's a regular season because, award. Right, but I'm saying, like, if, the, if he gets knocked off in the first round as a number one seed, would you right now be talking about, oh man, Brad Stevens should be looked at because he got the number one seed? They got know, knocked off happen. by the number and, eight seed. But I'm just and mind, mind, mind you, yeah. mind you, Brad Stevens has never won a playoff series prior to that. So yeah, like he had, he had. If you take if you that, take LeBron away from Eric Spolstra, if you take LeBron away from Eric Spolstra, neither is he. Well, but that, well, there's apples and oranges, so. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just saying, say Rondo don't get hurt because if Rondo get, doesn't get hurt. Uh, the Bulls probably uh, might win that series. Bulls bull, bull yeah. win that series yeah. for sure. Yeah. I hate, I hate Rondo. I mean, I still, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I hate Rondo too, but you still can't undersell Rondo. Rondo, he's a skill. He's a talent. He's, he's a talent. He's, he's got he's that fire. Cancer. He's an asshole. He's a, he's, he's a cancer. Yeah, but he, but he has a fire and he wants to win. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I still, and I still but, believe, I still believe he's the reason why the big three in Boston. I, he I was don't. The I don't disagree. And he was the fourth. The, and he was the fourth. Uh, you know. So like. I, you know, well, you had, he was you the, Paul, this goes, and Ray. Let, let me bring this full circle real quick. We we're talking about. Uh, we were talking about Clay Thompson. He. I'm going to compare Clay Thompson to Rondo here. 
Yeah. Yes, R- Rondo was the four, but he was almost the one because he ran the one. He was the point guard. Yeah. But Clay Thompson cannot do that. Clay Thompson cannot dominate like like Rondo did. You know what I'm saying? He w- Rondo was the fourth of the big three, but he was so vital and so important because yeah. he controlled the game. Clay Thompson cannot do that. That's why Clay Thompson cannot be a number one. He is not as good as KG. Paul Pierce or Ray Allen, maybe Ray Allen. He's got a similar skill set, but he'll never he'll never control a game like uh, KG or Paul Pierce would, because they could do it off the dribble too. And Clay Thompson really can't do it off the dribble. But that's that's I digressed like an hour. So <laughs> to bring to bring it back to Brad Stevens and whether you give him yeah. Coach of the Year and whether or not the Bulls or the Celtics won. I just yeah. think I just think Paul I just think Brad should have been at least thought of in that sentiment. You know what I'm saying? I Lamar, I, Lamar. I I and I I think you're you're right, and he'll get it. That's that's an award he's got coming. Look like Greg Pop Popovich being there. Do you just throw Greg Popovich in there every year? I mean, yeah, that's kind of like Greg. common knowledge. But we'll throw Greg in there every year, but we won't throw LeBron in the MVP every year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we throw Greg in there when Greg. We've already said like the Spurs are great all around athletically. Kawhi Leonard could come off the team or be on the team, but we're still going to conditioning for MVP. You know, and uh, and Greg Pop is still going to be one of the Coach of the Year finalists, and Kawhi Leonard is going to be one. You know, he's always going to have Greg Pop's always going to have an MVP finalist on his fucking resume. Every year, you know, I mean, how much is it, Greg, or how much is it the general manager just putting a good team together? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's a, another another one of those awards that, you know, it's hard to judge. What You know, what are you going off of? Is, is it another mm-hmm. thing? Is it? You know, what the media, maybe the media knows something that we don't know that, you know, maybe we're not reading into because we don't follow Miami or we don't follow on the, on the, left, side of, on the left side of our bed. There's one there. From the left side of our bed. There's something on the uh, uh, <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to cover the mic, but it probably, apparently, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're. But Bub was looking for a phone charger. I was trying to tell him where his phone charger. <laughs> but um, but no. So I mean, that was just a little a phone charger. Yeah, Bubba. Oh, Bubba, Bubba the phone charger. Yeah, on the yeah, left laser. side of your bed. Yeah, there's a phone charger on the left side of our bed. Look at look at that drawer on your side of the bed. Yeah. Look at look at the drawer. The one on your side. The one that's coming. You want to come and do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Because I'm going go to bed after this. And I'm going to bed after this, so you got to get towards your way. Can I? As, as much, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me transition away from this here. Talk about things coming by the bed here. Uh, the, as I scroll through these awards, the Rookie of the Year. Did, did y'all, y'all scroll through the Rookie of the Year? I did. Malcolm, I, didn't see that. Malcolm I didn't watch enough. Yeah, Mal- I didn't Malcolm. watch enough to really see. I like. I don't. 
really well. It was the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers I, roster against Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but the, the, and the, I didn't watch enough of the 76ers or the Bucks to really care because they they both suck. What, yeah, what I'm I, driving I watch, at here, though. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I did watch the Bucks in the playoffs a little bit, so. Uh, he, he did have a, I mean, he did contribute. He was a pretty decent player. Yeah, you know, I didn't get to watch Philadelphia at all because I really don't care about So, with that rookie watching of the Kentucky's year. Watching Kentucky's team. <laughs> bringing up, bringing yeah. up, bringing up that, right. that rookie year, the rookie of the year thing. Forecasting to next year. You know how LeBar has talk, talked about Lonzo's going to be the rookie of the year and all this other stuff, right? Yeah, he well, said that on WWE, year, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, he said it on a bunch of different things. Yeah. And on Everything. WWE. But also, but also, next year, Ben Simmons gets to be categorized as a rookie. Because he didn't play this year. Because he didn't same play this year. And, same with Joel Embiid. You know, so now uh, Lonzo's going to be going up against Ben Simmons. And ben Simmons is the same type of player as Lonzo for the most part, but bigger and stronger and better. Well, so was Joel he, Embiid. He can score. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong about that? I, I think. I, 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 yeah, I see where you're driving. I guess. You know, like, like, Ben Simmons makes players around him better. And he can score. I, I, Lonzo I, makes I people can, better, better around him, but he can't score as well. If one Lonzo thing about the rookies, it. though, one thing about the rookies, though, that I've always, it's been fascinating to me is, the 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 players that stood out in college and were the dominant players in college are very rarely your rookie of the year. I mean, unless they're unless they're why six, nine, why six, ten, why drive you know, that drive boys. that no no think drive on that one keep keep going on that uh, tea bag why why is why do you I mean think of the people well, that stood out that you thought would be that you thought were going to well, I mean, be you know rookie of the year and that weren't. Because you're a getting a game. It's a different game. Yeah, but, but Anthony Davis transitioned fine. Yeah, and I'm not saying everybody does, but I mean, look at Tyler. No, Hansborough. but I think Ben. Yeah. Look at Tyler Hansborough. You know, oh, he went from being where I was going. <laughs> he, he went from being like you know your college best player ever, and then. Flops and ends up flop, uh, you know failing out at and the, the pace. If you could, if you could, I I cannot believe it. I can I was sick when they drafted him. Honestly, he had no business playing in the league. He was a workhorse. Like that's what he was. He was good in, yeah. the, in the. Like he had he did. It wasn't the skill and talent. It was the work ethic got in there. Yeah, like he 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 did obviously have fantastic. Talent. Well, I'm not saying the rest of the world. Yeah, Yeah, no, I know. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just, but he worked really hard. He was an undersized four, really. I think is probably did he play? He probably played ran the small forward at at Indiana, but I don't. I honestly barely got the same play. Yeah, yeah, he well, he did well, play. He, so I think I, everybody I say, got barely seen play. <laughs> well, when he played, I, I, he played a little. I mean, he he had a, he played some minutes. And when he played, he was a he was how do I say this uh, reliable? Role I guess he was a role player, and he and he was and he pretty his, reliable at it. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah he was. He was going to grind, you know, the whole time. 
I guess what I'm getting at, like, with this rookie of the year, he was a four, he was a four year kid in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And he, you know, and he, he was the ACC player of the year as last year. Yes. You know, and which, you know, goes back to my point with Tyler Hansborough. You know, I mean, four year player, but he went the opposite way. He flopped. You know, it's just, you never know, you never know what's going to happen with these rookies. And honestly, like you were getting at that point, the one and dones are never going to be your rookies of the year, in my opinion. They're, they're not ready. Right. That's a yeah. man's game. The NBA is a That's, man's game. And these are kids. Yeah, they might be 19. That's a kid, though. When you're going against 33, 34-year-old grown men, like, right. you're a, you're a boy. Who are physically you know? developed, who are physically developed. Like, well, and I that, think you're not physically developed. You're still grown. Or, or mentally, mentally developed for a season like that. You're used to playing high school, AU, you might play kind of year round, but it's, there's these breaks. You're not used to, and, you know, you're not used to an 82 game. You're not used to an 82 game. You're not you're quicker you're not and faster than, two, than your competition. And that's it. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, that, and you're not getting in a tube after a game on Tuesday, getting in a tube and flying for four hours to Milwaukee, playing a game that night, getting in another tube and flying four hours down to Miami, playing another game. You know what I mean? You're living right. in an airplane it's a, yeah. for, yeah, for what, six, six months it's out of the year. physically exhausting. It it is, and it's mentally exhausting. You're not going home to your mom and dad or your girlfriend, and you're not eating at home cooking that your mom had every night. You, you know, this is this is a totally that's a life change. Even if you did play college ball for a year, and you're used to, you know, some you know traveling around and this that and the other, you're still not coming home to your dorm when your buddies and you know we're gonna cook and this that and whatever. Go to I understand that completely. You know, like in my job, like you know, I'm flying all over the place doing this stuff all the time, and I know, like, like I'll go from Hawaii to somewhere in Europe, and the next day I have to go work. Like I'll be, I land, and like six hours later, I'm at work. I know I'm not the best of the ability that I can be, just because it's just that hard. You know, it's just taxing on your body. You know, you're waking up at different times, you're doing all this stuff, you know, and you're waking. Like it just when I tr- when I go back to Jack's for stuff or anything, like I, you know, I'll fall asleep at a certain time and it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm up, and there's nothing I can do to go back to sleep because I'm up and I'm hungry <laughs> because I'm used to that being six seven o'clock at night, you know. Right. And you know, and I mean, I can just imagine that when you're trying to be at the tip top of. uh a professional skill set of like basketball or football or you know any of these where you're traveling all over and you're changing four time zones or whatever as a child and you're doing it <laughs> and you're doing yeah you know like it's hard it's hard for me it's been hard for me for a long time so I can just well, and I'm just you know I'm just going out and you know work on an airplane you know but uh, well from 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 being a child to being an old man. <laughs> Thanks. Did, did Thanks. y'all did, did y'all did y'all catch the uh did y'all catch the old man's game last night? On the day three. <laughs> yeah. We can we can transition into topic number two, uh the big three. Um 
I did not watch the game. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy going on with the big three. Um, some people are upset about the kind of the structure of it, how they're going to do it, uh, with playing it a, a night before and then broadcasting it on a Monday. Um, but I did hear that there was quite a few injuries. Um, you know, some Allen Iverson wasn't playing as much as the fans wanted him to. And, you know, he came out and said, listen, I'm 40-whatever years old. If you're looking for the Allen Iverson that, that was playing back in his heyday, I, I'm here to coach. I'm a player's coach. The only reason I get out on the court for what little time I'm out there is for the fans. And so – and then uh, I can't remember who it was that got injured, but they uh, they said white you know, chocolate. I, I, yeah, Jason, yeah uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams. He said, Look, "I've been doing the same routine for however many years," and then he goes after a ball and gets pulled the hamstring. Uh, and he's like, Dude, "I pulled a hamstring walking down the stairs the other day." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't even know, like I. I really want this thing to do well. You know, like, I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be something that, that, you know, we can watch during the summer. I just hope that they do it the right way. You know, yeah, I, I hope. What is the right way? I'm a little bit on the other end of the spectrum here. But, but, but what, what is the right way? My neighbor's dogs. My neighbor's dogs are really stupid. What are you doing? Okay. Oh, my neighbors have lots of them. Pit bulls. That didn't sound like a pit bull. No, that's not like a chihuahua. (laughs) Were they puppies? You got got puppy pit bulls over there? I don't know what they are. They look like like pit bulls. Or or those Staffordshire Terriers that are basically a pit bull, but not. So, uh, Kat, to go back to your question, what's the right way? So, I don't want them to, like, edit it and just show you what you want to see. You know what I mean? And, like, when they're No, because I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the edit. I want to see their reaction. I want to see it like it's a regular NBA game. Like, I just, I want to see them with their fire, you know, and, and... I fear that we won't see that because it's not live. You know, like, they're they're playing what? Four games in one night. uh, Sports sports is the greatest reality TV shows there are. Right. And when when you don't make them. Yeah, I I mean, I get the the Olympics is fighting that. But I will say, when you watched it last night, if you did not read anything on it, you watched a live game. You really did. It wasn't like, I mean, they played a 60, 30s halftime. You saw like, all I can't even open. I can't even open up Facebook without knowing what happened. Well, see, I you don't know what I'm saying. Facebook. I guess that's right. You can't, you can't <laughs> open up Twitter without knowing what happened. You can't open up Instagram I do, I get on Twitter. Um, but I, I'm just saying, but so for, in today's for the sake of what you you're saying play. as far as editing, you're not, you're not, well, if, Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It's not. There is no way anyone in this world is getting as passionate about this big three as they are. Whether the country wins in, uh, God, whatever you know, the Olympics. 
something, gym, whatever, you know, oh, some yeah. kind of Olympics. I mean, sport, it's you know what I mean? Same thing. But with, the Olympics, same thing with the Olympics are like, all Nobody watches soccer until. But the Olympics you know, are all Nobody watches delay. soccer. So does the take delay really matter? It does. That's it true. Does I get ESPN your point. ESPN wants to be the asshole because if ESPN is not broadcasting, they're going to throw out the scores. That's not ESPN. Well, I, I see what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, like you, you're you watching this, this strictly. You, know this. you you're watching this strictly on an entertainment value, though. Like it's it's not like you really actually care which team wins. Do you really? Do you even I, know who's on the teams? At that point, <laughs> at that point, I'm just I'm just waiting. At that point, I'm just waiting to see it on SportsCenter or or I'll, I'll one of the other networks. I agree with what you're saying there, Cap. If if it was the NFL and they did this, I'd be pissed. Right. But it's eight teams that we know nothing about. And that, that like I was saying, I just hope that they do it the right way. And it sounds like, like I said, I didn't watch it last night, but it sounds like they are doing it the right way, which is yeah, I no think I editing. Very good. I think I Dude, listen, if you, if you listen to the call, if you, if you listen to the game call, like the, uh, the color analyst and the, you know, play by play, whatever you want to call it. If you listen to the, the call on the end of the first game, and I, I tell you, this is how much I, I don't even remember. Jermaine O'Neal was on the losing team. That's all I can tell well, imagine you. Imagine that. Imagine that. I like J.O. He was actually doing a ride out there, and then he well, he actually lost the game. That's what happened. He lost the game. But the call, you would think it was like, I mean, he called it. I don't know who the guy is on the call. I wish I did. He, he's a true professional. Corey McGetty? Corey McGetty? Uh, he, oh, you're not the, I'm talking about the color call or whatever. You know what okay. I mean? The Corey McGetty was the call. captain for the for the tri-state, and then Jermaine O'Neal was captain for the – or uh, Corey McGetty was the captain for the team that won. Yeah, he he didn't hit the winning shot. I forget who hit the winning shot. But the the call was fantastic, mm. and the arena was packed. I forget what they had in there. What that 15,000. I was going to say 15,000 yeah. sounded right. There, I mean, you know, cameras, uh, TV that works a little bit of magic, but the place was packed the way it looked. What, ch- and what it channel sounded, was on? Uh, it was on? Yeah, it's FS1, yeah. so for FS1, me it's yeah. 149 or 159. I love the concept of it. I, I think it's a, it could be something that could be entertaining. And like you said, like, you know, if, if you're watching this, you're not watching it to know who wins. Like, I'll DVR IU games whenever I'm out busy doing stuff, and and I'll know the outcome, and I'll still come home and watch it just because. No, I can't. I'm, but see, I, I'm a. Oh I'm no, a you gotta watch the players. You gotta sport. watch the development. Yeah, you gotta see what's going on. So I, I I'm with time you there. Like, <laughs> I, I I care who wins, but like, and I always try. To you know, don't don't tell me the score. I'm gonna watch it when I get home. But it's, it's the world we live in. It's hard to do. Like I'll be wearing an IU shirt, you know, out somewhere. We'll go out for dinner or something. And, and oh, what did you think of the game tonight? Yeah, hey, IU lost. What did you think of that? And I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, like, like, like but I'm still gonna go home and watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, December December ninth. Y'all got that checked off on your calendar because I think we need to make a. Uh, Dude, December 9th is way too far away. Uh, is that the Louisville IU game? That's when the Hoosiers make a trip to the Yum Center. Well, I'll tell you what. 
my house is a house divided because my wife is a Louisville fan. And we went up to Good. Indy I'll stay with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Indy last Good. year. Good, you ain't with me. And watched them play. And IU never once looked like they were going to win that game. And, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks to, to be there with your wife and your team loses. But what really pisses me off is when people are like, oh, your wife knows more about sports than you do, blah, blah, blah. Like, they oh, talk yeah. To me and I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, listen here, dude. She puts on a shirt <laughs> two times a year, and it just so happened to be this one. But you know why like, they I do can, that, right? Because oh, it yeah. irritates them. <laughs> yeah. And they know that because they're probably in the same in some way, shape, or form. I probably just lost y'all. You need to hear me. No, you're mm-hmm. still there. Okay. But but we heard you. And, but but the crazy thing is, is like I'll go to you know a U of L versus Notre Dame game with her, and I'll wear a U of L shirt. And you know, like I I like U of L, but when they're playing IU, of course I'm on route for my my team. Right. It, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'll go watch that game. And I, if you come down to the Yum Center, hit me up. Oh, we'll, I'm gonna we'll be there. Have yeah, beer I'm together. There. Absolutely. Uh, no, oh, that's going to probably be our uh, our Christmas present to each other. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that for sure. Yeah, buddy's got season tickets down there. We'll definitely make that game. Yeah, it's, I mean, and actually, a lot of people are real. I'm not going to make that game. Yeah, I didn't figure <laughs> you. I didn't. Yeah, that flight's going to be a little bit uh, off your course. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of Louisville and Indiana, unless Louisville and IU want to go play out here uh, at the uh, Hawaii well, that's Invitational, not a, that's not impossible either. Yeah, but right, a lot yeah. of people were pissed off about the Big Ten ACC and Louisville. They everybody was pissed off about playing Purdue again. They did not want Purdue. They wanted well. They they knew they weren't getting Indiana because they were already because they're already, already playing on the schedule. They wanted Ohio State or Michigan State or something or Wisconsin. Yeah, who like wants that. Purdue? Like, really, who wants Purdue? Well, last year, last year, last year it doesn't really cool. prove anything. Well, last year it was all right. Last year they had a they had a, they had a yeah, but they're still so again. They're, they're not. They're not a. They're not a. But last year it was a good year. RPI. Actually, last year I I could be wrong. Last year Purdue's RPI is going to be better than IU's RPI this year. IU's not RPI this year. took a hit. No, their RPI took a hit this year. They're they're not they, they lost. They lost three of their starters. Well, I, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I, just I mean, factually, numbers based. I'm Does Swan get even get drafted? Yeah. 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 Second round. First round. No, no, no. no. Late first round. It was, it, Late yeah, it was first, first round. round. Yeah. Late first round. Like 25th or something like that. To the Trailblazers. I think his I biggest think problem is he can't. Somebody his size. Well, you probably it, don't that's remember because no, we were all his size. drunk during the draft. Uh, it got. <laughs> It got bad. I remember looking we were? around. I was like, "We are three hours deep." And I, was I didn't even. And I, was I didn't like, even remember. I, I didn't even no, remember. No business being on phone right now. <laughs> neither, neither did I. Neither did but, I. Neither did any. I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember. Perk got on until like the next day, and I read like a post that I put on Facebook. Like, oh, Perk was on. I'm like, oh shit, Perk was on last night. Like, oh, okay. Have you listened to that four-hour podcast yet? Oh my God, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I, I don't sure know where to find it, and I don't think I want to even hear it. I don't know how the end of that even went. I know the beginning. The beginning. I, I, 
I had to I had to put a few down to even get on here. You and called then, me the R word. <laughs> What's that? The what R word? Re- retarded. Huh. <laughs> Who did? Yeah, Caleb. Or See, yeah, that, that's, that's a that's what happens. Be- because I'm drinking a lot. <laughs> because I agree, I agreed with you that uh, uh, Patino was a better coach than uh, Archie Miller, and you said you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I, I had to put a few down. Ron, Ron kept hit, or you know, RP kept hitting me to get on here. Um, I told Melissa, I told you know Melissa, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You know, I got a couple of drinks out and pounding them down, and then as it night went on it just kept going down and like your mouth gets dry and you gotta keep watering and welcome to sports and more man i tell you what uh, i guess there, during the school year there was a few thursdays and tuesdays where i was like struggling your books. yeah how about uh, you guys I need you to study read silently to yourself <laughs> right Reading why are the shut <laughs> The, the, no. Did we uh <laughs> the the Lavar Ball? Did we we touched on Lavar Ball? Lavar Ball and WWE. Man, yeah, not like, really, but we can we can circle back to it. So I mean, I, I don't know. Did you watch it, Cap? Did you watch the YouTube? No, no, I actually didn't know about it until about three o'clock today. Okay, I didn't even know it uh, happened. So I watched it and. It, what it did was solidify the fact that LeVar Ball's an idiot and his boys are. <laughs> I'm sorry. And his boys are, his boys are, are kind of along the ride and they just laugh at their dad. Like if you watch that video, first of all, I think it's. So you're saying, you're I saying think, what I was saying a few weeks ago where. The kids right, are just but see, along for the ride, my, kind of afraid of him. But see, no, I don't think that there's a fear of their dad at all. If you watch, no. I think it's more like what I was saying, and it's all an act, and the boys just laugh it off. And uh, the first, the first one he brings out for your uh, Jack Coat. No, I told you. Were you on the gin? Yep, you nailed it. <laughs> it's the same uh, thing. No, a little different. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> because I, I think I, I think I actually agree with where TJ's going there, right? Or teabag, or teabag. Yeah, yeah so teams, you gotta be the main Le- thing. Lavar Ball, I think it's 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 all an act. It's all a publicity act, and I think his boys know what the true Lavar is. And, and they just kind of laugh at the act that he's putting on. And I, I think when he goes on uh, The Herd, he, that was all an act. I think when he goes on The Tonight Show, it's all an act. I think everything he does in the public eye is all an act. I think he's probably a decent guy behind the scenes. And he, he seems like a great father. Like, he, he seems like he's there for his boys. I don't think he's the type of guy that is that arrogant and that idiotic off TV. And the, I think even the WWE... Even after he went after... Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I just think the WWE thing just kind of verifies my point that it's all an act for publicity. 
Even even after he went after Christine Leahy on the on the herd there? I think there was bits and pieces of that that was the real LeVar Ball. I think the disrespect towards the women side of it was definitely something that was the true color. Um, I don't know how much you guys know about uh, the boy's mom, but from what I've read, she was like in intensive care in the hospital. And yeah, she was def- would, definitely ill. And he wouldn't let the boy, he wouldn't let Lonzo go see her. And like, he wouldn't let any of the boys go see her. And like, he would go see her like one time. A, I don't know if it was a day or a week. I can't remember. But he would just like go check on her and that was it. And wouldn't let the boys go and see her. And it was kind of like he was, he didn't want that image of their mom to be detrimental to his, like, draft stock, pretty much. And... Go ahead. There's a a fine line between brilliant and crazy. And he's walking it. And he's telling it. (laughs) he, He is. Because if you think about it, what did he tell you last year? He said, my boy's gonna be a Laker. He's gonna be a lottery pick. He's gonna be a Laker. And before right. that, he said, and Chino Hill, he's gonna go to UCLA. He's gonna play for the Lakers. He has spoken all this into existence. I gotta give him a lot of credit for that. This Triple B brand is brilliant. Business wise, I think he might be ahead of the curve here. He might nail it. Do his shoes need to be, you know, the Zotus or whatever? Do they really need to be whatever, four or five hundred dollars? He might want to price check that one a little bit. But, but I don't people think are paying every, it. People are, and you're exactly right. And then, you know, <laughs> supply and demand, uh, that never fails. But there is, a, there is a, there's a certain point where he's going to have to, to turn these reins loose because his son is about to go, like we talked about, the NBA is grown men and you're going to be spending yeah. a lot of time in an airplane. With grown ass men, and do you really do you really want you know a thirty eight year old man coming up to you like asking why your why your dad is bashing him on who knows what radio show in Los Angeles or whatever you know what I mean? But do you At not some think point he's the, gonna have to back off on this a little bit, or he's do you not think that the Foot Locker commercial? Do you not think the football that was great? We talked that about? was brilliant. Oh, that was awesome. I wasn't on there. I don't think I was on for that. Don't that you awesome. think that's kind of uh, their shot of being like, listen, Lavar is an idiot, yeah. and Lonzo knows it, and he's just going along with his dad's shenanigans. Like that to me is what that commercial represented, and I think that that commercial is going to buy Lonzo so much credibility. But whose idea was ends. that? I guarantee it's LeVar's. I guarantee it has to be. You think so? I guarantee it. It's all an act. I think it's all an act. I think everything that the Ball family does is an act. There's a lot of act to it. I'll say that. I I don't think that was LeVar's idea. Foot Locker comes out with good commercials pretty often. They're pretty pretty good at what they do. I'll tell you what, whoever came up with that is a genius because that was the greatest commercial I've ever seen. 
It was, but I, I just, I get, I, there's a weird, there's a weird sense I get about, about Alonzo. That makes me think he's a little bit of, of a, of a puppet. And I don't want to say that in the wrong way, but I don't know. And maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but I feel like he can be pulled in, in different ways. I, I don't know if he's ever really you know, found his own. That's not me getting a nice between either this time. <laughs> but I, uh, I, see, I, I see where you're going with that, but at the same time, like, this dude has grown up with this guy as his father. I mean, he you go back to his high school career, and his high school career, you know, he's yelling at his high school coach. He, he's doing this and that. I, I think he's used to it by now. Maybe he's stronger for it. Yeah, I don't know. I I really hope that his dad kind of starts to kind of disappear in the in the back background and and kind of work with the other two, um, you know, and maybe be more of the head of their little business. Because I like I agree with you. I think that business idea is is phenomenal. I think that that it's a brilliant move. And if he if he does what continues to do what he's been doing, I think it's going to just make it that that more marketable. I mean, he pulled in like you were talking about earlier off air. He pulled in more ratings from like what across the country doing a WWE show against the NBA award show. Well, like, uh, WWE the, got more ratings than the award show. It, it does. That's regular though. The the Raw, Raw does regularly beat the regular season NBA playoffs. My bigger point there was, as much as LeVar is all about, like you said, the act, the Kardashian, you know, atmosphere that they put on, all about me, us, we're going to put this show on, you know, look at me. Next year, when the NBA awards show is going on, if if Lonzo's up there for rookie of the year, be it what it is, whatever, if he's up there for something, you know, do you, do you think LeVar's not, you know, he would bash somebody if, if another dad, say another dad of another guy, you know what I mean? Say somebody in the same situation was, went on WWE and was conflicting with the ratings, you know, competing, directly competing on the same time slot with the NBA's ratings. As his son was coming into the NBA, you know, he, he would have a, a fit with that. He would say, Oh, that's terrible. But when he does it, it's fine. I, I really believe that obviously that's a hypothetical that will never happen. But I, I just think it's kind of odd that he, he would go after somebody. I really think he would go after a father following his footsteps that would challenge the ratings of what his son might be getting next year. Um, I honestly think by the time we're talking June 27, 2018, I think LeVar Ball has his own reality TV show. Yeah, no, you could be right. Uh, I, 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 there's already been offers. Oh, I gotta, gotta believe there's already been offers on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Life and, life and Chino Hills <laughs> with the yeah. balls. Chino Hills with the balls yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta believe that's probably true. Perk, I mean, what do you, what do you think? Or, uh, RP3, what do you, where are you at on that? 
What about the reality TV show? Or just Zoe, just Lonzo or uh, uh, Levar in, in general. I mean, going on the WWE. And... I know you haven't oh, watched I mean, the YouTube I, video yet. I didn't watch the YouTube video of it yet, or I didn't watch it live. Well, um, let me give you this. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you. I would say I just like what you guys did. had to say. He struts out like he did when he came on to uh, the herd, you know, he str- or not the herd. Where did he? Another ESPN show. Out. He strutted out across oh, the, the herd. Oh, the herd is on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. herd ain't on ESPN. You can't, you can't be, you can't be throwing <laughs> the herd. The herd ain't on not anymore. Like that. Oh my goodness, none of that crap nation. That crap nation there. But I, you know, I can't remember. No, it, 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 it was first. It was first. Whatever. It was first it's take. Fine. It was first take with uh, Stephen A. I believe. There you go. You're okay, to, so he he uh, he struts out like that, and he gets on the on the stage with the Miz, who I guess the Miz has like this interview show, and there's mannequins in the background with the big baller brand shirt, and the Miz says, you know, hey, you're going to be a partner with the Miz and the big baller brain. He's like, no, 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 we don't mess with nobody of your low of status. He's like, I got the number two draft pick right here. Next thing you know, the Miz takes off his jacket and then LeVar Ball takes off his shirt and they're standing there and LeVar Ball does some stupid little karate move. And then next thing you know, another wrestler wrestler comes out and is sporting the big baller brand and it was pretty much promoting the uh, big ball fire, uh, pay-per-view that they have going on so it's really I have a like question a I have a question yeah did any of them did anybody wear the big brawler big baller brand shoes now did anybody anybody, anybody has yet to have seen in person I th- I'll tell you this the slides on Lonzo may have had the slides on no, I Metal World damn shoes Metal World Peace Metal World Peace uh, the other day also known as Ron Artest, <laughs> he uh, he he bought a pair. He paid seven hundred dollars for the O twos and won't get them till November, is what he said. Which is fucking ridiculous. No. Yeah, they're not, they're not even in production just, yet. There's yeah, there's some little I'm, kid in China whittling these things out of leather. Oh yeah, I know. He's been bloody fingered for like three days making a couple pairs of these things. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's, I just that's. I don't care about any of them. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm with you. I, I mean I do I do a little bit support his idea. Hey, we're gonna see what happens. I, here I, because yeah, like, a, like if the big baller brand takes off and he gets that money for it, that is going to change the landscape of forgetting Mike. And I could be like Mike in the Jordan Swoosh. I mean, the Jordan Swoosh, yes, but that will be his own brand, one hundred percent. So like I you know said, what I mean? like I said before on the like I said before on the show is like I fully back this whole big baller brand thing because they're you know they're they're trying to do it for themselves they're trying to go on you know and do all that I fully back it you know you're you're challenging big money you're challenging Nike you're challenging Reebok you're challenging Adidas you're challenging them and Under Armour you're challenging Rome and, <laughs> and uh you're challenging them, and I hope it works because just for the sake of people coming from that area of life, you know. Because you know, look, you look at those, and those are all pri- 
predominantly white, you know, rich people that have gotten those started, right? And we're looking at the basketball players actually trying to, basketball players slash athletes actually trying to actually make their own thing. And this is the first person to actually really try to do it. Because Jordan didn't do it this way. Jordan did it a different way. No, he laid the groundwork. Well, he laid the groundwork, but Jordan did it a completely different way. Jordan, I'll, I'll, even, go, I'll even go back to Steve Prefontaine. I don't know if y'all know who Prefontaine is. But he laid the groundwork for this. If y'all know what the solution is, look up Steve Prefontaine. A little tidbit whatever. of information for y'all out there. But, and I, I fully, but I just, I'm tired of talking about Lonzo Ball and Jamar Ball. I just want to see. I just want to see it translate into actual sports where it actually really means something. Because if if Lonzo doesn't do anything in the NBA and isn't isn't on the All NBA first team this next year or Rookie of the Year, all this fucking shit goes downhill quick. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Yeah, but the you're saying that if. If Lonzo doesn't play well this year, is it's over? No, no, no. I'm not saying that if he doesn't play no, well. No, I, 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 I miss. I kind of miss the. the I, I got a lot of chopping this year. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. Well, what RP3 said was if if Lonzo doesn't make what the the All Rookie Team is that what you said? Yeah. If he doesn't make the All Rookie Team, that you think all this business stuff goes to hell. I think it does. It doesn't. It doesn't have the credibility that it had. Cause it, I disagree what the, what with what that. this is built on. What this is built on is because even Lebar's come out and said it. My boy's going to take them to the playoffs. He's going to do this. They're going to win a championship. My boy can beat Steph Curry. Curry. You're, he can do. You're predicting. My you're predicting 1929. <laughs> well, that's what Lebar said. I'm just saying I, what Lavar said. I, no, no, no. That's a, I, I see where you're going. Or you, you're seeing. You're seeing Black Friday. And Where it all falls you're, so you're, yeah, so he's saying all this stuff and he's selling it all because Lonzo has all this backing on media wise because he's been, but you've, but you've got another all one on coming credit. up exactly. in the rank. But you've got another one coming up in the rank. Maybe, but he's, you know, he, he's, somebody, not, he's, but not, but he's Lonzo, not the talent. He's not the talent. He's not the talent. But Lonzo has well, to carry that torch not. until he can at least get in the limelight. But he, right. he's, I, not, he's, he's got to get in the limelight. And if, but it's if you next year. You know, it's you, next year in the yeah, draft. But if you, but if you have a drop off in talent, like if you have a drop off in that in that being in the media, it's going to tank quick. It's but he's already got a really following. fast. I he's think already got following a following does he have? Well, no, he does have a following in L.A. Out, outside, out, out there. Goddamn, you're closer to the West Coast than we are. You're as far away as you can get. I'll, he has I'm just as far away. The from people. You. I'm, far, I'm farther away from the West Coast than you are. Um, well, but anyway, my, ge- my geography is bad. But what I'm <laughs> don't saying, look, don't look at your globe because it doesn't give you any. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously. Well, I'll tell you, I'm five thousand miles away from you, and I'm only, and I'm like three thousand miles away from LA. So, um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is Paul George goes. If Paul George goes next year. If Paul George goes to L.A. next year, you don't think Paul George is going to be a little bit higher? He's already a better athlete. He's from the area, too. So let me tell you this. I'm just looking at his Twitter. Right now, he has 251,000 followers on Twitter. He has a following. 
Yeah, you I'm know, not saying he doesn't I'm, have a following, but George and Woodard he's from nothing. Chino. He's from Chino Hills, man, and he's been he's been built up to be a Laker for the last eighteen months at the minimum from from me here. I yeah, mean, for Paul, eighteen but months. Paul, but Paul George is from right there too. I don't know that they really want Paul George. Oh, quite as bad. No, they do. No, I'm saying. Give him it's just trade. a lot harder. To, it's a lot harder to get Paul George than it was to get Lonzo Ball with a number two pick. Right. Well, and I don't know. It was know so much easier. Did. That number two pick was so easy to get Lonzo nah, Ball because then you know you that, know Lonzo Ball wasn't Lonzo Ball wasn't even really no balling skills top. He was right. He was top five, but he wasn't. He really wasn't number one or two. Right. Right. But I mean. I, what I'm getting at is Lonzo. Yeah, he he's got he's got at least it's gonna take four years of failure for Lonzo to really lose it. Honestly, Magic's behind him, ownership's behind him. I'm losing the general manager's name right now. He's behind him. The city's behind. I don't him. know. I just think I just Co- think Co- have... Kobe. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if you're it might take or... it might take more than one year. Like like. Like too bad saying, like you're saying. It's going to take more than one year, but. Do you remember Kobe's first year? Kobe did not ball out his first year. He did ball out. They didn't go to the playoffs, but he balled out himself. Because Kobe's a fucking killer. He's a black mamba for a reason. Kobe's always balled out on his own. He just has never been a great team. It took him two. It took him But I just think we got, like, Lon, are we still here? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, okay. RP, we're good. RP, okay. there. T Vag. Mm-hmm. You got anything else on that? You got anything else on that little topic there? Well, I, I'm just looking through Twitter right now because I wanted to know how many followers Lonzo had. So Lonzo tweeted out the Foot Locker video, and he tagged his dad in it, and his dad retweeted it. So his dad knows about that. Footlocker. Well, yeah. I. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. And, and it says hash, hashtag approved. I think his dad's behind that more than you think, RP3. He might be. I think be. his dad's. And it, it's I, his dad. I, I, I'm 100%. This goes back to my, my puppet my kind of theory here. This, yeah, I would not doubt that at all. 100%. If, if, if he was behind that, LeVar behind that. All the way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Levar Ball was uh, was the one who said, "Yeah, let's." You know, like I think Foot Locker may have been like, "Hey, listen, I think this would be great," but Levar Ball was like, "Oh yeah, that'll get us. That'll get our name out there. That'll get us cleared with some of this and that." I think he has no soul, man. And to be truthfully honest, I think Levar Ball has no soul. I think he's doing anything and everything to make money. And his oh, soul, oh, clearly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And he's, he's lost. He's lost. Uh, like I think, I think two to three years ago, he was all about. I'm gonna boys. go. I'm gonna get. And he's still I, all somebody about I boys, know, but he's no, all about. I can't, I can't say I sell my sell this soul to the devil here that has no soul when I don't even know him. I can't go that far. Well, I can't say like that, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, that is kind of going very, very far out. But I think, like, he's in it for the money now, and he's in it for that big baller brand and. And he's got to do whatever he's going to do for his boys to make sure that big baller brand makes it. 
I, you know I, what I'm saying? Um, Do you understand what I'm saying I, there? Like, yeah, like I know. Absolutely. absolutely yeah, like, dude, he had his, he had he spoke it all into existence. Boys. He prayed, he preached this for so long that it happened. Like, is yeah. that, so he's that got his ridiculous. He's got his three, <laughs> he's got his three boys. His three boys were his babies. They were his babies. They were everything that, you know, but they're leaving. They're leaving the nest and he's got to have a baby. And that baby is a big ball of brand. That ball, that baby's going to be a big ball of brand, and he's going to make them do <laughs> that baby's whatever. Gonna be and he's gonna that do. baby's going to be Lamelo in the next one that don't make it. <laughs> you know, and he's going to do whatever he has to do. He's going to do whatever he has to do. You know, whether you know, you know, whatever. I can't even fucking put words to it. But he's going to do whatever he has to do to make sure Triple B makes it. All right, actually, here, I, here we go. Actually, here we go. Ahead, go ahead. Well, I did a little fact checking on Kobe. Uh, uh, his, his rookie year was ninety six, ninety seven, and he yep. averaged seven point six points a game, and he started six games out of the seven. All in out. So. I, that was year, I'm not right. I'm telling you, it took Kobe his second time year. Li- listen to me. His second year, he started one game, and he averaged 15.4 game uh, points per game. And then his third year, he started all 50 games he played in, averaging damn near 20 points a game. And but then who, he averaged. But who was on the roster those two years? Oh, I don't know. You're fucking asking a lot now. Yeah, but the, the point, the point, the point is though, it takes somebody some time. It's, it's, oh no, I just got, I just got, you're off top. I so guess with those blood. stats, so with, so with but those anyway. stats, you, you think about those stats right there, right? So you talk about the Black Mamba coming oh, out of We're talking about that Black, Black Mamba, yeah. You're yeah, coming out, he's got, he's coming out of high, he's got time. Coming out of, no, so listen, so you talk about the black mama coming straight out of high school. And he only and he played went to seven college games. for two years, then different story. And he only played he only played seven games in his first two years. Started. He, he only played, started he, seven games in his first two years. Yeah, he played right. hundred and fifty. So in that in that instance, so LeBron came out how many games did LeBron start his his rookie year straight out of high school? You you can't compare anyone to LeBron James. There's Why not? Everybody player. else wants to. Everybody else wants to. Because I'm a senile individual. Everybody else wants to. So I just want to see these stats real quick. So so, so look them up. All right. Here we go. All right. First year, he started all 79 games and averaged 20.9 points. And uh, his second, everybody, wants second to say, year, everybody wants to say he's just about that they're both the same. Like, that's no, who we need to compare LeBron no. with. No, no, I'm talking all these, all your true Michael Jordan fucking guys want to be like, well, he's more on that second level with, with the Black Mamba, right? He's more on that second level because, because Michael's just, his first year, he started every game and averaged 20.9 points. That's more than the first two years. That's already, so. All right, here you go, RP3. Here you go. Uh, Michael Jordan started all 82 games, averaged 28.2 points. And that was, that was after, after, what, 
That was his was senior year of high school. Three or or four year, after three years and four years of college at North Carolina. I think it was three years of college. So, so LeBron averaged matured. 20. Yeah. Jordan averaged 28.2. So, there's also a four-year difference sure. in age and mature, maturism. I, I'm pretty sure I know where RP3 stands on this. I don't know where he stands on this, uh, T-Bag. LeBron is going to smash every record Jordan ever held. He's going to smash he every record, every record most anybody in the league ever had. LeBron James is the greatest player to ever step foot on a basketball court, hands down, game over, that's it. Then will he have the championships? No. So, hey. He won't. So just, just T-bag. T-bag. Just to put this on. So LeBron's first year in the National Basketball Association, right? He right. played 79 games and averaged 20.9 points a game. Right. Is that what you said? What yep. was Michael Jordan's, what was Michael Jordan's freshman year in college? Cause that'd be the same. Uh, he couldn't get and by guess, Dan Dockich. He could not get by Dan Dockich at IU. Are we are we seriously having this conversation? Dan Dockich shutting down at IU. I just want to say because like because if we want to if we want to put it on like level playing fields, which you, it's hard to because LeBron went to the NBA at the same age. All right, that, in 1981, he averaged 13.5 points a game. In 1982-83, he averaged 20. In 1983-84, he averaged 19.6. First of all, uh, T-Bag, T-Bag is like stats McGee over here. <laughs> like, how, how, like, what? Do you have a database? Do you have a I database do. that you just, it's called just Google? Like, just like just, just pounding the database, you can't give Google out like that. You gotta take credit for that. Come on. No, but I'm all just right. saying. Like, so, so <laughs> we want, you want to say you want to say that. So, I did wrap out some. some so LeBron, so LeBron, open them out. <laughs> so, so my question here is: Jordan only did three years in, in North Carolina, right? He did three years. Yes. He did three years. So his I get to, fourth year, I get which is his jail sentence. So his fourth year, his fourth year of playing, quote unquote, you know, his same age wise. His first year in the NBA, you said he, his first year in the NBA, he averaged 28.9 a game, right? Something like that. I don't this, know. You this, give me a minute. Is, I'm pissing. But, but here, here's the thing, though. We, we're, we're comparing eras here, and I don't like to do this. This, this is a different league. This is a different game. Like, you I know, can't but do I'm that. Sorry, I was going to go. You got to go. So, in Jordan's fourth year, and in. But, and but, but you can't to do be that Jordan. because the game has changed. The ACC has changed in college. The NBA game has changed in the professional level. It's a you you can't really compare. The game's changed, but LeBron, LeBron is an old school player. Oh, I mean, yeah. To be hey, honest, listen, with you, I was, I'll tell you this: I was, until LeBron James goes and plays minor league baseball, the the conversation. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, he's got to go to minor league baseball and, or, or go to the A. Go all to the all he's got to do is hit one ball and then he knows he's better than Jordan. Right? Or he can go right. to Oregon. He'll never win the championship Jordan won. He'll never be the, 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 really the winner 
It'll never be the the. But you can't count. judge it on Man, championship Jordan, because you got to go Phil. But Russell. no, but no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jordan had Jordan had this thing about him. That dude just won. Like I, I don't. He was a killer, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't even old enough to to see it and and appreciate I it. I know. I know. And, and TJ, you probably, you probably, or TJ, you probably far behind me here, but. It was really hard to appreciate it at the time. Like I hated Jordan. I mean, you know, Ronnie. His not, rookie year was the year I was born. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you know, right, right. Okay, okay. I, I, so his rookie year. It's hard. It's hard, to, it's hard to appreciate that. <laughs> but like, you realize the killer that he was. Yes, he was right. the killer. He he's what you know, Kobe I mean, aspired to be. But as a pure basketball standpoint. Like just purely fundamentals, purely IQ on the floor, natural ability. Just who is the better player? I don't think you can tell me that LeBron is not better than Jordan. I just don't believe that. He's bigger, faster. It. He's bigger, faster, and stronger. And he he can shoot the he can shoot the outside shot better than Jordan. I'm, I actually I think that's fact based. I, I think that's there's there's a uh, number of support. All right, that. Well, let's look here. Uh, career high three point percentage. Remember the uh, line moved. Remember the line moved. Uh, three point, point line percentage moved. was thirty three percent for Michael was, and thirty four percent for LeBron. And, and it was closer back. for Michael. And it's moved, yes. And it has moved back so, to LeBron. I'm just spitting out more stats here. But I know. Well, yeah, I've, Stats listen, McGee. Stats McGee. We got to get rid of Steve. Like, this is Stats McGee here. <laughs> listen, I, yes. I, I have always been kind of biased in this argument. I I, I think. Where that, where are you biased? I have no idea where you're biased. He's a Michael Jordan fan. No, Why? No, 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 no. No, here, 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 here. I've never wanted really been like, I agree with this because of this. I think Michael Jordan was a phenomenal basketball player and like you said, Cap, in his era. I think LeBron James, although I hate him, he's a phenomenal basketball player in his era. Kobe Bryant is a phenomenal basketball player in his era. Kobe but Bryant was a poor man's Jordan. But the difference go ahead, go ahead, is, go ahead. the difference is, is like you're saying, Ask LeBron is faster, stronger, bigger right now than Michael Jordan was. But the competition is also faster, bigger, stronger. L- Michael Jordan's not going up against a uh, Kevin Durant. But LeBron James is. So LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, but Michael is- Jordan went up against. And somebody we leave out of a lot of talk is Hakeem Olajuwon, who was fucking phenomenal. But Akeem Olajuwon is what seven foot two. But that guy, uh, that guy was no. But he, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I'll, 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 I, I really, I really want to keep, keep elaborate on your thought. I really want to know what you're saying on this. Keep going. So, so LeBron James is going up against bigger people compared to what Michael Jordan was going up against because the athlete as a whole has evolved. So, for so you're saying they're back, on e- they're on equal playing fields is what you're saying. As I do. Far as you I can't do say bigger. That. You can't say bigger, faster, stronger because everybody. Because he's going up against stronger. bigger, faster, stronger people. I that's I truly believe that. 
Because you look at Michael Jordan, and, and if you look at Michael you, Jordan in his prime, and, and you put him in today's NBA, he's a horrible basketball player. But you're putting yeah, him up yeah. against people of like physique, and he dominated the game. Now, if Michael Jordan was 20 years younger, and he, he was, you know, like, he developed the way LeBron James developed, he developed the way uh, Kevin Durant developed, I think he's a completely different beast. I think so he's, who's the, yeah. he's, an, so he's all about and, winning, and, man. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. And so who's the better basketball if you, player? In, if you're going, because we can't compare, if you compare LeBron James now to Michael Jordan, then you're comparing apples to oranges. But I think Michael Jordan in his era was a more, a more dominant player than LeBron James is now. And, and mm. you know, it, it, it can be Hold debated did, did, so many did, different ways. Did Jordan play against the super teams such as three and, and that's another two, thing that, two MVPs and a Splash Brother no, because, and Raymond Green defensive player? There. I don't know. But, Mind I you, mean, but, you can't but, say that. But that's sorry, part I'm of the sorry. era. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's part of the era. That's part that's of the part era. Of the era. I'm but sorry. You want to talk about super teams. You want to talk about super teams. The Lakers in the 80s and the Celtics in the 80s were super teams. Right, yeah. In and their they played era. each other in their era. Yeah, they played, we're talking about in Jordan. In their era. We're trying, we're trying to compare Jordan. But they were super teams. I mean, like, they were super teams. They they were. I mean, look at the Celtics. You had Bird, McHale, yes, I mean, no, uh, but, but I'm aware yeah, of what I'm talking about. Kareem, super teams. We're talking about Magic, Jordan yeah. and LeBron. We're talking about Jordan yeah, and LeBron, I'm saying, though. And, and, and what I, what Jordan, I, what had, to, Jordan had to go against Jordan. Jordan had to go against those teams, and he had to go against the Pistons at the time, which were ridiculous. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't remember. Here, here let me of course you don't remember the Pistons. Right. I know that because right. you were five. When the <laughs> Bill Lambeer. Right. right. Let Let me spit a fact that I don't remember. Michael could not beat the Pistons. Am I wrong? No. Lambeer. And then, and uh, Rodman, what's old, old douchebag um, that came out of IU and for some godforsaken reason coached the Pacers for a while? What's his fucking name? Isaiah Thomas? Larry Brown. Isaiah Thomas. That piece of oh, crap. Isaiah Thomas. Yes, that piece of crap. He couldn't beat them until he got this one guy. What's it? Phil Jackson, the guy that puts championship rings on his toes. Phil Jackson. Yeah, he's not doing too well now. Has LeBron he still James don't have as many as Bill and, or as, uh, Bill Russell? I don't care about Oscar or different Bill era. or any it's of different era. guys. What I'm, yeah, saying I'm saying is, did LeBron James, has LeBron James ever had a Phil Jackson-style coach? Because last time I checked, his last championship came with a coach from Greece. Right. Well, didn't you just get done saying? LeBron hasn't had. Didn't you just get done saying earlier that you agreed that Spolstra should be coach of the year? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, I said, I said, no, I said Spolstra had a good year. He made a lot with a little. And when he coached LeBron, kind of saying that he's a good coach. No, no, I think I think Spolstra is a good coach. There is a. There is a. Isn't that where he got his first ring? There is a monumental gap between good coach. And Phil Jackson, who has, what, 11 rings? That's a monumental gap. That's not even close. I mean, really. Bill Russell I, has seriously. 11. 
Okay. But don't you agree, Cap? Don't you agree no, that the no, NBA I'm, has e- has evolved to a different game? No, it's game? a totally and different that's game. Why yeah, the, no, and that's no, why the no. triangle doesn't work for Phil Jackson? No, the triangle doesn't work. In New York? No, no I, I agree with you. No, yeah, the no, it's game has changed. Game. It's a different era. It is, it a, different is era. a different game. It is a different game. And I'll tell you, you know, Tex Winter, Tex Winter, in his era, he, he was ahead of the game because he was running the, the, the triangle. You put, uh, you put, uh, but Phil hold Jackson on, hold running, on, hold running on. in a different game in a different era. It's a different where where did he? Phil, Phil won championships in Chicago with Michael and Pippen, and then he went to Los Angeles and won titles with Kobe, and then Kobe and Shaq. Running, running the same offense. Running the same offense, right. LeBron never had a genius like that to run I, his team. There's something to be said. Or LeBron runs his own team. That's the problem. A little bit of the problem and a little bit of the answer was what I'm saying is Jordan won his first MVP before he ever won a championship. And Phil Jackson told him, listen, if you want to win MVPs, keep doing what you're doing. If you want to win championships, listen to me and we're going to win some championships. They won three in a row after that. LeBron has never had someone like that. He never ran. Look, Phil Jackson is to the coaching what LeBron or Michael or whoever you want to insert here is to coaching. LeBron has never had that. And I think that is very instrumental in a five-man-on-the-floor-at-a-time team. Well, look at look at who Michael Jordan played for. In college, Roy Williams. No. Am I wrong? Are you kidding? Dean Smith. Dean no, Smith. Dean Smith. Roy Williams. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. I had to write. I had to write on the second. Roy Williams. So hold on. Hold on. Am I am I wrong though about that? Am I wrong about that or no? Because yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you there. But at the you same can't. time, we we also look back. How are you going to gonna tell me I'm wrong, RP three or what? RP or just because I can, just because I can. <laughs> oh, oh, because but, I'm right. You know, that, but but you can. That goes hey. back to some of our other conversations about staying going so Gators, to college. Gators just won the national championship in baseball, right? Good for them because that's who knocked out Louisville. I thought TCU knocked them out. They did, but but Florida, we ran up against Florida's eights, and that's what put us in the losers bracket. Oh, I got you. Otherwise, otherwise we would have been able to throw McKay in the next round. Mm-hmm. Would have been over which, which, you know, did not change subjects too much, but Florida's kind of deserved to fucking win that uh, national championship because they, they've had a hell of a team for the last 10 years. They're, they're like yeah. a 50 win team for like the last. You know, four out of the last six, seven years, they've been a 50-win team. I mean, they've done great until they got in the College World Series. Now they're in the College World Series, and they actually, which they've had been a lot, but now they've actually put one together. They get a ton of they get a ton of kids to get drafted out of them, man. Like they're they're a powerhouse. Well, I want to transition here a little bit. I mean, since this LeBron Michael debate has been going on for. I'd say these five or six years. 
And nobody really cares about college baseball except people who have some kind of investment in it. No, I'm just saying because the LeBron Jordan thing's gone on in like the last eight episodes of this show. I, I just think well, it's one of those things that's very hard to debate just because of of the era. I, I always draw back to the eras of, of basketball. Like, if you want to look back to the beginning of the NBA and start looking at who were the best players in their eras, it's, it's a different game. It's a different beast. And the argument to where they people say LeBron is, is bigger, faster, stronger than Jordan, well, yeah, but so is all his competition. So, I don't know. It, it's one of those things that I really don't have a, a wholehearted, like a full, like, strong opinion about. Because it's like, like we've said, it, it's comparing apples and oranges. Like, it, in it's the like, 90s. It's like, it's like comparing Dan Marino to Peyton Manning. It's a different yeah, game. In, in, the 90s, in the 90s, Michael Jordan was the stud. Uh, in the early 2000s, Kobe that's what we need to do. That's what we, that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do as sports fan is decade it for the most part. Yeah, and, and then no, you know, we like, need to, no, we need to accept it for what it is. That's what I'm saying. Decade well, well, it. Like in this decade, this guy was the best. The oh, game changed, and now this I see. This guy's the I best. see where you're going. Yeah, because like you can't you can't compare like. You can't compare the big How do you compare, like, Earl Campbell? How do you compare Earl Campbell to Walter Payton? Well, I think how do you compare, well, uh, Cap, Cap how do you compare, how do you, no, how do you compare I'm sorry. Jim Brown? <laughs> how do you compare Jim Brown I missed that. I missed that to Barry Sanders, you know? I said, how, Cap doesn't even know who those guys are. You know, or Jerry uh, Rice to Odell Beckham. I've watched a little ESPN, you know, history action there. You know. <laughs> uh, or, 30 for or, 30. or Terry Bradshaw. Or Terry Bradshaw. 50, 30 for 30. Old school stuff, yeah. You know, or Terry Bradshaw <laughs> to Peyton Manning or Joe Montana to well, Tom hey, Brady. You can't really hey, compare listen. That was our talking the big three. <laughs> yeah, yeah we talked about that for about two, five minutes. Two, two fifteen into it. Well, we do not so let's to move on to, one. Let's move on to point number three, the Formula Formula One. Uh, this is my expertise, um, but I'm going to let you guys kind of take over here. And, and we know that tempers boiled uh, after Sebastian Vettel ran through Hamilton in a road rage class. Yes, Ramsey's twice in a road rage clash. Okay, we 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 haven't even seen Temper Slayer yet. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to set a I'm gonna have to set a deadline when I get out of here on this one. Yeah, so basically, Mercedes and Lewis Lewis Hamilton set yet another pole, surpassing Ayrton Senna. Uh, probably the greatest driver. Blah, blah, blah. Arguably to ever live. Surpassing his full record. Puts him within, what, what is it wrong? Puts him within what, two, three, or something like that of, of, of Schumacher? Uh, of, yes, I think it's three. I think, I think it's two or three of Michael, you know, Michael yeah, Schumacher. I think, it's, I think it's three, I think it's three of Michael Schumacher. Dom- dominate the entire one. race. Right, yeah. I mean, Schumacher is. Did he dominate? I mean, I mean, Vettel was right behind him the whole time. We are, we were watching different races, but 
basically, yeah, he, Vettel was behind him the whole time because the whole race was under caution. Formula One does not require a a pace car. They they have a virtual pace oh, car. Oh, Formula One. But, here, just to, just to bring this up real quick, Formula One does not need to ever go back to Baku. No. Baku last the, the, year was horrible. Baku this year was horrible, and this year even showed out showed out the fact that there's a lot of inexperience in the field right now, which all of which I will say, and I will agree with Lewis Hamilton, are better than any Indy Indy 500 driver. But yes, the Baku is a beautiful place. It, it is beautiful. It is, but the, the, the idea they run it's a it's a, just shy of four miles. This it's a street circuit just shy of four miles. Runs through Baku. It runs around a 13th century castle. Um, there's there's very super tight Monaco esque corners uh, and, and sections in it. And there's also two straights that push almost three quarters of a mile. Yeah, I mean, they, I do they, like they that. run. I do like that. Two hundred. They run two hundred plus miles an hour. Um, on the straights. Yeah, they were getting which are which are straight. Straight is used vaguely. It's got a, a slight turn. I mean, there's turns through it. Which you can you can equate that to. You can equate that to an Indy 500 car. Almost, right. Yeah. Because an yeah, Indy 500 it, car isn't having to do all the other things in the other three quarters of the track. So it doesn't right. have to so turn and they, do a 90 so, degrees. So do this. Do that. So, the, so you're hitting from 230. Two hundred fifteen miles an hour on one so side of the track. So let me ask you this: Did did Hamilton brake check Vettel? No, no. Here's the yes. deal. So the you, due you to watch the, the nature, video, he did. due to the nature, due to the nature he, of this track, this way, just due to the nature of this track, it provokes cautions. But the thing that the FIA and the, the governing body has done in the recent years is they have a virtual safety car. They have a delta. They they have this delta time that is basically a, a split time that these cars should be running between the race times and and their their if they would pit through a lap. This time. is behind the actual safety car. Yes, and and the safety car it should run this delta time, the, the change in time. Basically, what they're doing, they take an AMG Mercedes out there, a pretty, I mean, a supercar. It's a, and they it's run a, it's it, a supercar that... And they run uh, it flat out. They they have to run this car flat out. These cars are air-cooled, and they have their... The brakes are air-cooled, the engines are air-cooled, the power units, I'll say, are air-cooled. So these cars have to keep temperature in the tires, a very high rate of temperature, they have to cool the brakes, but also keep 600 degrees Celsius temperature in these brakes. These are carbon brakes. These are these are not the same brakes we run on our cars. Yes. These are not metal discs with brake pads. These are no. carbon brakes that run at operating temperature, run 600 degrees Celsius. You've got to keep these brakes hot. So the the pace car, if you're going to use a pace car, needs to run flat out. I mean, gobble, absolutely gobble, gobble. balls to the wall. <laughs> this guy is not running flat out, and Lewis is complaining <laughs> about this as the leader because he dominated this race, dominated the pole, set the pole, dominated the whole race until you get these cautions. Instead of using a virtual car, 
They bring out the safety car. Next thing you know, they're coming out of the turn. Well, what's Lewis going to do? He comes through the turn. He backs up, backs off the backs off the throttle. He's going to back the field up. You don't do that right at Apex. Yes, you do because, because if you listen to the call on the previous restart, the team warned him that he almost overtook the safety car before the safety car hit the line because well, the safety car enters the pit. Even he did. He, there was Even two Jackie more turns Stewart. after that, Ron. There was two more turns after that. Seb fell asleep. And I don't give a fuck if he did back up three turns before that. You follow the leader. You follow. Oh. As soon as the pace car lights go out, the pace car lights were out. As soon as the pace car lights go out, He's you fed follow up the into the corner and then slowed out out of it. Why? To put heat and slowed out out of it. Yes, to put heat in his You don't do that in the corner. You do that on the straightaway. Hey, the rules are the rules. All I'm saying is the rules Sir, are the rules. Sir Jackie Stewart has come out and said that Lewis is wrong in that. Nikki Lauda's even said Nikki, uh, that he was wrong oh, in the way Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where. Say that. Say that one more time, Ron. Say who who said who said that last? Nikki Lauda. Was that Nikki Lauda you're even, talking about? Nikki yeah, Lauda. Nikki Lauda said, Lewis Hamilton, hey, yes, who screwed Lewis last year? Not Nikki Lauda. I'm just it's saying. All right. well, it's all what right. about calm down for a second? Let me fucking talk. What about this? I'm fine. Up. Said that okay, he, he did this again. He did this to him before in in China. What what happened in that in China? He said he uh, did something similar a couple Lewis, years ago in China. Basically, Lewis is always in front of Sebastian, and Sebastian just got complaining about him. <laughs> He's always complaining. He's always complaining. Here, here's here's the fundamental rule of it. When the pace car Lewis has to out. win this championship. Lewis has to win this championship because he's not going to be with Mercedes next year, and he won't win this championship after that. So, uh, really, but the problem is, like, where 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 did that come from? The problem is, is he backed out of it, and I'm not going to say he did it intentionally. I'm, I'm not going to say that, but he backed out of it in an inopportune time that most racing drivers would not expect. And no, out of but that the, the rule is the rule is you follow the pole sitter. Yeah, so you there's no brake fucking lights. First. There's no there's no fucking brake lights. So yes, you there fucking, are brake lights. As soon as you get off where? the red flashing the red flashing light no, on the back of the not every not every car works that way. Yes, it does. Uh, no, yes, that, it does. Mainly rain it, or shine, mainly rain, thing. rain or shine. When you get off the throttle, that light flashes. You know what? You want to go back to Monza and check the check the Nicky uh, check the Nico Rosberg footage last year. That's when Lewis overtook him. When Nico got out of it, that's when Nico. That's when Lewis overtook him, and Nico put them both in the wall. Isn't that kind of part of racing though? Like to kind of get in the path of the of the car behind but, you. Like, but here's sure the thing: well, this is under caution. They're under caution. This is under caution. And the okay. and the and the pace car is going in two turns from right now. When when they collided, two turns from that. The pace car is going to run down the straight and duck in the, duck in the yeah. pits, and they're going to take off. So what Lewis is doing—it's not even last, a turn; it's a fucking on the last time, turn on a straightaway. On the last time, it's one gradual restart, turn on the straightaway. Are you going to let me talk now and explain this? On the oh, yeah. last restart, on the last restart, Lewis was close to overtaking the safety car because he sat back. He sat back and sat back. But these cars accelerate at such a rate compared to this pace car. He was almost going to overtake the pace car before it got in the pit. So they told him, Lewis, you need to back off. You need to stay back because you almost overtook the pace car. So when he came through that turn, 
he didn't even accelerate, and he didn't break either. I, I, I look, you got to follow the leader. What Sebastian was doing was trying to stay on his backside as tight as he could to get a good jump, and he got too tight. Is what happened, and he was it's because he slowed down. You, you don't. Slow That's his down right. That's his right. That is absolutely you his don't, right. You don't, do what, you don't slow down like that. He's leading the race. Run, run, run. If I'm running the show, I'm running the show. If I'm leading the race, I'm leading the race. And guess what? You follow me. That's how that works. He slowed down. You know what would have happened? Most the, unjudged, the most unjudgmental please. person is in Sir Jackie Stewart. Sir Jackie Stewart is the most unjudgmental person. Oh, period. I want to read this. I want to read this, first of all. Before <laughs> Sir Jackie Stewart. No, no, do I not agree that Seb was wrong in what he did second. He was very wrong. Yeah, he was Seb's completely a baby wrong. back bitch. Ever since and I'm not, he was even that way at Red Bull. And you know this. I know you're and you not. Know this. And that's why I can't believe you're even backing him on this. He fell I'm not. I'm not, backing, I'm not backing him. I'm not backing him up on you're the backing second for all. On the first. No, I'm backing him on the first thing. Because the first thing was a slowdown. That's because you hate Lewis. No, I don't hate Lewis. I like Lewis. I think I hate him as a person, but I, I like him. I do driver. too, but he's the best driver I've ever seen in my life. Well, I got to see Ericsson, and I got to see Michael Schumacher. I um, saw Shumi. I saw Shumi live. I never saw. Him. I wish I would have. I got to see them, but and Lewis is close, and Lewis is better than said. Um, another but, said. That's it. I am going to come. At the same time, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's but all at the I need same time, hear. where he breaks, and you he didn't know break. The fucking asshole. He did not break. He did where not he break. Where he slowed down. Where he slowed down <laughs> was an inopportune time. It's racing, it Ron. It's racing. It wasn't it's right. Me. It's not to the fucking. It wasn't right. What do you mean it wasn't? So right? where was the where rules was the say second what? time he collided with him? The oh. second time was oh, definitely said being. Oh, we haven't even got to this. So after Lewis goes around the corner and Seb, trying to put heat in his tires, accelerates through the corner and smashes into the back of Lewis, he pulls off to the side, pulls up alongside Lewis, and crashes into the side. Both, so throws both hands in the air and then crashes front wheel to front wheel, front right to front left. Hits front, right, air front right to front left. Car left the ground, wheels left the ground. And, and that, Seb, was and Seb, that was definitely that was definitely Yes, this is said being a little bitch. But here's the the real raw outcome of this all. So me so we debate this and this is all nonsense. Well the real you want to come the real, back to the it. real the real outcome of it is Sebastian Gets nothing for a long time. So this race actually ends up going he under a, a ten red second, flag. He got a 10-second stop. No, wait, 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 no. This is what's ironic about it. This is Charlie Whiting being, oh, this is Charlie Whiting being so no, scared. Don't, even, don't even tell me it was still about Ferrari. Char- Charlie, Charlie Ferrari got what's, good, what's good for Ferrari is good for Formula 1, Ron. You know that. And Charlie I Whiting know that, knows but, that, but too. But it did not. Charlie Whiting knows that too, and they hit Raikkonen just to just to save face. And this is what that Raikkonen, that Raikkonen and Sergio Perez fucking fine or thing was bullshit. Straight that up, was. I, I I completely agree with you, but they hit that. They did that to save face. What's What's ironic though is they did not say a word. 
a word. You it always comes up on the world feed. Such and such incident is under investigation. Such and such. they ran how many laps? They went under a red flag and still never said a word about Seb hitting him under the under the safety car. They still never said a word about it until Hamilton's running down the straight and his headrest comes loose. And then they say, "Wait a minute, Mercedes, you have to pit the 44 car." And as they tell the 44 car they have to pit, they say within three laps, Ferrari, you must pit Sebastian Vettel for a 10-second penalty for unsafe driving. Are you telling me that's not a cop-out? Because that's a cop-out. Well, I'm Melissa, telling you, this wouldn't be a, Melissa, this would be a Melissa, this Melissa is even yelling at us back here because that was such a criminal that's act. That's fine. Melissa can go <laughs> to bed. That is a joke. <laughs> Melissa can go to bed. That is criminal. Um, <laughs> but it's criminal. Here's the thing. They were within one second. When Seb came out of the pit, they were within one second of each other. If Lewis would have been in front of Hamilton, it would have been a no save. But because – or if Lewis would have been in front of Vettel, it would have been a no save. Nobody would have said a fucking word. But because Ham- because Vettel came out that split second in front of Vettel, or in front of a uh, Hamilton, Hamilton got all pissy doing his political bullshit, doing all no, that. He did, Charlie, no, he didn't. No, he didn't get pissy right? at all. Yeah, he did. He goes, Charlie, Charlie. He said, Charlie, not enough. Yeah, he did. Say that. You know this. Blah 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 blah. Well, you know what Lewis Hamilton needs to do? Lewis Hamilton needs to learn how to just fucking drive this fucking race and worry about his fucking race and not worry about everything else going on the fucking track. What do you mean? Because he you did. Mean, he, you, he said that. He said that. He said something to Charlie three times on that fucking race about different fucking things. Yeah, and he nothing said to fucking do with him. Yeah, you know, you know what he said? You know what he said the first time? He said, Charlie, this pace car is not running flat out. We are 15 seconds past Delta. We cannot keep te- heating these tires. This is not safe. Well, what he That's needs what to he do, said. what he needs what, to do is, what, what on, he needs to do on, is he needs to go say, hey, what happened after that? Hey, Toto. You know what happened hey, after what? that? We had another safety car. Because they couldn't keep no heating them tires and they wrecked. We had another safety car. Safety cars read safety cars. He said, Charlie, we're not running fast enough. Why are we not using the VSC? He said, we could use the VSC. So obviously the safety car could not run fast enough to keep heating these tires. And then after well, that. You know what changed after everything? All that, you know what changed everything? What changed everything? The best driver. The best, the oh, best driver. The best driver on the circuit. T-Bag, are you enjoying this? Or are you just like sitting back there like, what the <laughs> no. hell is going on? The I best like driver on the circuit, the best driver on the circuit is the one that actually called the red flag. And that was Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso was the one that actually said, oh, hold that, on. hey, this you, isn't you mean you, you, you do mean Fernando Alonso who lost his job to, what, 19, 20-year-old Lewis Hamilton? Is that the guy you're talking about? Uh, he lost his job when he was I'm just king just shit. Asking. But I'm just saying just the best driver. Now, oh, yeah, he got as, best driver as, as king shit. Yeah, he lost his job to a 19, 20-year-old Lewis Hamilton. Isn't that who you oh, said was going to win the Indy 500? Yes, no, Alonzo. And, and he would have. Do not get me wrong. I like Alonzo. He and he would. He would. And he would have. Alonzo is a fantastic racing driver. Uh, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Very few Fernando, in the world better Fernando than Fernando. Was the one, Fernando was the one that came out and said, "Hey, the safety car's not good enough. Neither is the VSC. We need a fucking red flag." And they went red flag. Yep. A lap later. 
you know. Yeah. Fernando, Fernando is fucking good shit. Fernando got what, you know, but anyways. But I'm, I'm just trying to clarify. You. I disagree Isn't with you. who you said was going to yeah, win the Indy 500? And he came in like what, like third or something? No, no, he, he ended up coming he, in like fucking 20th or left. something like that. But. He, yeah, well, because once again, it's Honda engine letting go. But he, he led. He led a shit ton of laps. He did a lot better than your fucking guy. Who, my guy? Who was my guy? Um, who, who was the pace setter? Who was the fucking... Connor, who? Connor Daly? No, well, you said Connor Daly won, and I said no, Connor Daly's not gonna do shit, he's gonna wreck. Um, but two, you said, um, <laughs> was, you said, oh, the, what's this? Who is the pace? Who is the, the guy that set pole? Who's the guy that set pole? What Scott was Dixon? That yeah, guy? Scott Dixon. Yeah, the guy that got his car broken half. Um, yeah, guy that got robbed at Taco Bell. That's the only reason I wanted that guy to win. I I know absolutely zero about racing. To be quite honest with you. But the fact that I just rambled off two guys' names that were in the Indy 500, I'm pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> Actually, three, three if you include Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, Connor Daly, but Fernando no. Alonso. Uh, I you don't know Connor Daly because he was Field. on that magazine show over, over Hinchfield. All over the place. Is that yep. his, is that his name? Hinchfield? Yeah. Is that another IndyCar racer? Damn, look at me, I'm on a roll. I'm fucking hey, IndyCar Cap, racer here, expertise. Cat. This is so nice, Cat's not here. Well anyways, Lewis Hamilton was at fault for the first for the first problem. <laughs> And then Seb got all pissy and got a little red eyed and pissed off road rage type thing and he he ran into him. Which I believe Seb should have gotten penalized for. I really do. But I think I think Lewis should have gotten a little bit too. So I, I maybe not I, maybe I, I don't think he should have got I don't think he should have got as much. I think maybe he should have like, like you act like you're arguing with somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about. I've got a question yeah. about the safety car. I've got a question about this. I've watched zero, zero, I'm talking about zero F1 cars. Um, so this safety car, does he run live during the race? Does he run live? Is that what you said? Like, is he, is he running with the race? So whenever a yellow flag comes out to a point where it's unsafe to actually run at race speeds around the track, because and it normally only happens on tracks like Baku or Monaco or something like that, where it's a walled-in track and you can't get the car off. And because there's, there's you guys were talking about like like uh, the safety car was was running too hot or whatever the tires were too. Well, hot. so so what he did, what what he was doing was <laughs> so they have an AMG. It's like a two hundred fifty thousand dollars Mercedes AMG E fifty five or something like that. Um. And it's a fast car. And this, it's, it's and a fast car production car. Runs the race but with them? When it, no, he only runs when they go to yellow, when they go to the yellow flag, full force okay. yellow. He'll come out and basically keep the, he's, his job is to keep the field at a safe pace that the workers can fix the track. You know what I'm saying? So what were, what was Cat talking about where the, the safety car was, was running like, like I was thinking of like, 
you know, like a little so car tape, running along. This track, this track, this track's so hard, and it's so curvy in areas, and it's so, you know, and stuff like that. That that car can't go fast enough for the Formula One cars to keep the heat in their tires, their brakes hot, and their engines cool. It just, right. it just can't on that track. On most tracks, it's fine. It get, when it's, when that, when that guy driving the safety car. Can anyone hear me? Yeah, you're good. Hear you. Jesus so when on Christ. Most, I'm about to lose it on here trying to yell through this microphone and nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can you First hear of all, <laughs> yes, yes, I've been hearing you the whole time and I cannot speak. He mentions nothing of the virtual safety car that is the virtual safety car never works. It never, it all never the time, no, it works perfectly all the time. No, I'm they saying, I'm saying in, this, in this race, bam, in this you race, hit it. In this they race, never tried it to use used. it. They never tried to use I'm it. I'm just saying it wasn't used. I'm, I, I'm not agreeing. I'm That's not the biggest problem with Charlie Whiting. That's Charlie's biggest fault. That is Charlie's but biggest anyways, fuck up. Anyways. Teabag had a question about the safety car. I heard about the whole the thing. Car. Yes, they got to run. And flat I'm out. I'm trying to talk about it. The I'm pace car has got to, to run flat out, and even at flat out, they cannot keep enough pace. The the I'm pace sorry, car T-Bag. cannot keep enough pace to keep enough heat in them tires We're to like keep enough heat in the brakes. Yes, we are absolutely because oh, I heard what shit. just happened. You're fucked, man. I just stepped yeah. on a monster truck. Ow, motherfucker! That hurt. All right, go ahead. Well, you did tell us he was going to teach us all about monster trucks. Well, I could. I could teach about the ones that are in my living room floor. The Predator truck fucking just stubbed my toe. We got to get off of this. We got to get off of this. We are going to re. We are going to rejoin this Formula One conversation after Spa Frankershaw, the best race on the circuit. When's that race? I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to be informed. So, here's the key. Here's, so, so T-Bag, so, and all of our listeners that don't follow Formula One at all, here's the key to Formula One. Follow Formula you One. Can, it's the only form of great racing there is. Yes. One. Two, you can't follow one, follow Formula One like you follow a NASCAR where you just, you don't follow along at all, and you, you I don't follow either for one. Accident. I'm just saying you I, can't follow it like you I do NASCAR. Be, NASCAR, you I want NASCAR. You NASCAR, you watch on Sunday. Formula One, you follow Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then if there's an off week, you, you then, might take a day off. And then you also but have listen, to watch. You have to watch right from the now, beginning of the season to the end of the season because well, the beginning I'm, of the I'm season, the jump, cars are. I'm jumping in different. now. I'm jumping in right now. You just now. watch Spa. Just watch Spa, and that'll make you a Formula One fan for life. That's a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. It's our name for I will agree. I will agree. And listen, I, I will watch. I will watch racing until football starts. Oh, and if football, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, hey. So, so the problem. The problem. I'm, here I'm is looking for something. You can watch the racing. I can't can watch, watch baseball. The I can't watch you can watch, the, you can watch the racing. You can watch the racing during Formula One season because the races are ran at a time frame where it doesn't interrupt football. Okay. Oh yeah, they yeah, uh, they'll race at two o'clock in the morning. You DVR, wake yeah. up in the morning and watch it. Yes. 
I do that that's all probably the time. not gonna happen because I got shit on my DVR that I haven't watched from at two o'clock in the morning. Valentine's Day. What are you recording? What are you recording at two o'clock in the morning? No, I'm just saying I have shit on my DVR from Valentine's Day that I haven't watched. Uh, there, but uh, speaking hey, of football, the thing about the thing about the thing, that little that little guy keeps me fucking. I don't get to watch a whole lot of TV. Well, the thing about Formula One, the thing I'm about out playing one basketball, is, baseball, football, soccer, golf all day, every day. Monster trucks. We don't get a whole lot of TV. <laughs> so the, the, the thing about Formula One, Formula One's all about development. If you ever, if you look back at anything that is in your production car right now, whatever you uh, look at your analog, whatever, brakes, your, yeah, loves it. All right, it is all love? it is all derived from Formula One. Formula One derives all your your I all your wrote, technological I wrote, and, and I wrote an eight page essay on this one time. I'm going to, I, I, even I'm a USI grad. Took me eight years. Proud, proud grad. Well, at least you got something out of it. Took me, uh, like three. <laughs> took, took me three and I, my most proud moment is I wrote an eight page essay about Formula One and I got an eight. <laughs> and he only wrote Formula One because I got him into it. Yes, this I, is true too. For, Formula One, we're racing. When's the next race? Is it two weeks or a week? I don't know. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in just a second. I got to think that. Take... I'm gonna watch it. I want to know when it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, too bad. You know Caleb is getting bashed. <laughs> he was getting bashed. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I was uh, just letting him know. I was just letting him know that I'm, I'm the older brother. I'm good. I'm smarter. All right. Well, as soon as he comes back with that information, I'm gonna watch the next Formula One race. I was gonna no. watch the Indy 500, but I had to travel. So with Formula One, you're gonna have to watch. With, with it, you're gonna you're gonna need to watch free practice two, nope, which is just Friday. gonna watch one. Just gonna watch one race. No, I'm just saying you need to watch you need to watch the free practice on Friday, and the most oh, exciting okay. thing. And, this and, is like the, the lead up for the big race. Yeah, so you. Friday you have a, a free practice where gotcha. you, okay, yeah. you don't really care you don't really care about what the cars are doing because the cars are doing a lot of testing and evaluation stuff. So but hypothetically the guy gamble a guy were to gamble on this, what would I what would I want to watch? Like I'm not saying I'm gonna gamble, but it'll probably make me watch it. You you, you wanna so, gamble on it? I mean, you're only gonna, you're only, if you're gonna gamble, you're only gonna gamble on two teams. You're gonna gamble on Ferrari and Mercedes. Cause those are the only two teams that are okay. really gonna win unless something goes crazy. Uh, okay. That's good advice. That's good advice. Those are Ferrari, the only, those are only two teams. I would, I would, I would, I would gather, I would, I would gamble. If I was gonna put money down, I would put money down that Vettel or Hamilton are gonna win the race. Because. Okay. That's gonna be. Because the teams, because every team has two cars, right? And they use their second car mainly. They say they don't, but mainly they use their second car as a buffer to try to help out the first car. Right? Yeah, but I can't. We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. RP, how close were the Force Indians to a one-two? To what? What? 
How close were the How Force Indias to a one-two? Because they had that race in the bag. Just like Perez they did in and, Canada, and they just fucking Perez, Perez and Ocon, no, well, yeah, but in a totally different circumstance. That was going to be a one-two for Force India, and they fucked it away. How do you think that's going to land? In in the garage. In, well, in the, in the I think, I, I, I so hope. And what do you think about Lance Stroll? Well, to get to get away from our total bias on on you being a Ferrari guy and me being a Lewis Hamilton guy, what did you think about Lance Stroll and Botas just like blowing his doors off there at the end? Okay. Well, let's go. That, let's talk about this. For, for, Austin, first of all, the Austrian for, Grand Prix. If I can beg you, if I can beg you to watch one race, Austrian Grand Prix. No, no. Wait, one, two, three, four races. Four races there in Belgium. Four races? Don't wait four races, man. You watch no, one race, wait. you'll be hooked. If you no, watch the all right, whole weekend, I'm going to watch the Austrian Grand Prix on July 9th. Ron, the at, Red Bull Ring is not the place. It's not the not the. I'm just saying. Was, if you, but the thing about watching Formula 1 is you watch the development. That's the Did thing you, about so, it, Yeah. But yeah. That's the thing about yeah. Formula One. About the Formula One is so you watch the who would you bet going to win? In Austria, Lewis Hamilton or Vettel? Vettel. Uh, I, I got I got Lewis in every race. I'll, I'll never. I'll. I hate. So I hate Lewis's odds are seven to nine, and Vettel's are fifteen to eight, and then Botas, Valtteri, Botas, Valtteri, Botas. There you go, same guy I was talking about. Fifteen to yep. four. Yep. And then See, they start dropping uh, off after there. Austria is actually the home track for the Red Bulls. It's actually so a us home, is, uh, us, is, us is home. sports and more. Us is sports and more. Just to give you a heads up there, uh tea bag. As sports and more and the person that I know you are, your favorite driver is going to be Kimmy Raikkonen. Personality-wise, he's a good driver. He's a little older Who was now. it again? Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi. This guy. 14 to 1 odds. 14 to 1 odds. Kimi can drive. Kimi can drive. He's not going to win. He's not going to win because he's a company man right now because he's older. Um, no, you but, know what, though? Kimi's fighting for a contract, dude. Kimi, Kimi is out to win right now. He may well, be, you don't he may the, be, you don't bet the favorite. Can I finish can I, can, can I, can I, can I fucking finish yeah, my statement one time here? Maybe, maybe. If it ain't, if it ain't terrible, yeah, go ahead, try. <laughs> Alright, so Kimmy, <laughs> so Kimmy, about 10 years ago, and in his, early in his career, uh, most of the announcers don't like him because he's a partier and he's a boozer. So he'll shotgun a beer with me. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll shotgun a yes. beer with you in a heartbeat. This yes. dude, this dude, before like a race guy. in Spain, before a race in Spain, they were looking for him because he wasn't in his hotel room. They found <laughs> him on a park bench, passed out from a fucking night of fucking boozing. Sounds awesome. And yeah, you'll never, uh, you'll race. never understand a word he says. Very rarely do you understand what he says. You really have to grow an ear for Kimi on the radio. Yeah, because he's Finnish. He's he's from Finland. 
Um, and it speaks terrible English. <laughs> you know, but uh, he looks like a partier. He looks like a partier. Yeah, but he's uh, he, he's considered. He's up they call lot. him the Ice Man. They he, call him the he's Ice He's grown man. up a lot, though. He's married now. He he's grown up a lot. Hey, he's your age. He was. Both, he's at least both his age. What? No, what yeah. were you born? RP three. I was born huh? in seventy eight. Uh, he was born in seventy nine. He's thirty seven. Damn, he's an old man. See, he's a man. He's battling for a contract. He, he's on his. He way. Just, you know, he, he loves. You racing, know, man. you know, you know, Max is taking his spot, right? What? I mean, I, you're aware this, of that. This Lewis Hamilton yes, guy, he looks like a. Uh, he looks like a, a guy straight out of. Uh, yeah, he looks like a. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but he looks like <laughs> a. Uh, <laughs> I'm like just saying a, a guy, okay. a guy straight out of uh, GQ or something. He he, he does. He is. Well, that, you gotta remember his, his his last girlfriend. His last girlfriend was um, what's her name? The lead singer from uh, Pussycat Dolls. Um, you lost me. Your name. You lost me. You lost me. Oh, what was her name? Dolls. She was smoking hot, man. Pussycat Dolls. The, yeah. You know the song. I'll remember her name. I'll remember her name in a second. I'll be, as a RP3 knows, I am a diehard Lewis Hamilton fan. He is, he is a bit, would me and him ever. Nicole Scherzinger. Nicole Scherzinger. Nicole Scherzinger, that's her name. Yeah, you're right. Would me and him ever be friends? Would me and him ever get along? Would me and him ever hang out? No. But the dude can drive like no one I've ever seen. Like I, 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 well, I, I missed. Like I, 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 I missed. I missed. What what year were you born, Cap? Eighty nine. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. But but I did not get into. He looks like it. he looks like your your era of like. Like I don't I don't follow I don't I don't follow. Ron will even tell you this. Or RP3 will even tell you this in an honest moment. I don't fall in for who he is. I fall in because of the way he drives. And he, like he yeah, almost he, looks like a Drake. <laughs> uh, but well, you gotta remember he's also only like 5'6. He's also huh? only like 5'6. Yeah. He's 5'9. All these guys are all these guys are they're, relatively they're small, small guys. guys. They're really they small are, guys. They're they're three percent. There's no way he's five nine. There's no way he's five nine. That's there's what no his profile way. says. Five nine. Yeah, there's and no I'm way. not I'm not buying that either. I'll put him at five eight, five seven, maybe five maybe five seven. Five seven around. pushing it, you know that. I mean, when you see him it, stand, cause he goes, he'll, he'll go to the he'll go to the Miami Heat games, and he'll go to the Lakers games. The, full, the, May, the like Mayweather, real, Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Yeah, he'll go to. Oh, by the way, stands next to. It, it's he'll, official. He'll Pacquiao says really. that uh, McGregor is going to get his ass beat, which we all knew. Yeah, fuck. Hey, did you did you see the did you see the did you see the video I tagged you all in? Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it yet on because I, I saw it on the way to work. And, um, oh, it's well, great. I get it's, it's, a, a, it's, it's like, like a $900 old... fine looking at my phone on the way to work. Uh, I, I get you. But it's like a old school, like, Mike Tyson. It was Mike Tyson's video. Yeah. Uh, oh, not, that, to, not, to, not to, a little bit. The money. Not to ruin the it money. for you, but, but McGregor goes and 
scissor kicks him to death. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> you gotta watch. That's the only way McGregor's gonna win. On the on the money though, <laughs> on the money side of that, on the on the Vegas, uh, you know, I follow Vegas Insider a little bit there a little bit, but like on uh, the, the money the side, odds have gone down. Yes, you know why the odds have gone down. So here I'll say, because people like you not bet the <laughs> yes bet hey, McGregor. Hey, well, here, that's gonna happen. About nine, 90% of the bets that have came in, 90% of the bets that have came in are on McGregor. No, it doesn't make any sense to bet. But anyway. listen, listen, it, listen. It just listen. doesn't. No, 90% of the shit. money, listen, 90% of the money that has come in is on Mayweather. 90% of bets are on McGregor, but 90% of the money. So what's the line on what's the what's the line on on uh I don't know Mayweather. I I it, it has dropped it, it, actually that was why that's how I got that so that's how I got that. Mayweather's Mayweather's negative seven hundred and McGregor's plus four seventy five right so is that, that negative that, seven hundred means that means why. you have to bet seven hundred bucks in order to make a hundred that's why and this is what I'm t- this is what I'm getting at. That's why 90% of the money is on Mayweather, and 90% of bets are on McGregor. Does this make but sense? But McGregor was like plus 900 to begin with. Right, right, right. But the money, what they had to do, because all the all the sharks, all 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 everybody who gambles for a living, all these the sharks. And this is going to be that, a, this have, is going to be a real have, fight. But here, here, here's what I'm saying. The last time I saw odds like fight. this, you want to know the last time I saw odds like this on a fight? You know who it was? Uh, Jeff Horn, Take, Manny Pacquiao? No. Because it's the no. exact same odds. Take a guess exact again. Exact same odds. Take well, I'm guess. telling you right now. I, I'm telling you right now that the Jeff Horn, Manny Pacquiao odds are the exact same. But take take another guess of a fight. The last time I saw odds like this, Pacquiao Mayweather? No, it was no. Brandon. I'll no, give those, you that. those were those were close, man. Those were really close, actually. I'll give you. I a, do remember that. It was a woman well, that took a left. Uh, it was a woman that took a left roundhouse to the head and a whole um, lot of money. Changed Ronda hands. Rousey and uh, Ronda Rousey got Holly Holmes. Fuck out Holly and Holly. Holmes. And Holly Holmes changed money in more hands at one swift kick to the fucking temple than you can shake a stick at. But you don't have Speaking of women's MMA, speaking of women's MMA, did you see the girl shit herself? That's happened a couple times. What? You knocked out a couple times. Yeah, no, no, she she shit on the floor on the on the ring. Yeah, that's. Not, I mean, it hasn't been on the ring, but there's been people that have shit themselves in their pants. Um, that happens because of their weight loss. They they'll take laxatives and shit like that to try to get their weight loss cut. And because this wasn't in the UFC, it was in a fucking uh, the one you're talking about right now. This is in a fucking one of those fucking throw offs that want to be cool, but they're not really that good. Um. So their their weight loss. So they they take laxatives. They get in the ice baths. They do all this shit to fucking lose weight. Um, for the weigh-ins. Well, by the time they go to fight after their weigh-ins, their stuff's still not out of their system. So they might still have that that poop 
sitting there ready to go when they walk into that ring. Where And there's nothing you can do about it then. And you get hit real hard to the point where you kind of lose your ability fucking for anything, it's going away. She was getting choked out. Yeah. Yeah, that explains so, it. So, yeah. So you're trying, you're, you're getting choked. You're using all your abdominal muscles to try to hold your breath and keep your neck strong to where your esophagus is still being able to bring in and out air. Right? That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother level of dedication for one thing. And you're going, and you don't know, it. yeah, it might be a fart, but it wasn't. Hmm. You know, but it's just, I'm right, surprised it, it doesn't uh, happen more often. Actually. All right, I, I, I got, I got, I got, I got to, I got to get out of here. Uh, it's getting, it's getting. Yeah, I was late. just thinking that a minute ago when I saw the uh, time here for a second. But uh, if I can, uh, if I can talk, if I can talk you into it, teabag, or anyone who, anyone who listens to this, Check out the Belgium Grand Prix. Hungary is good. Great Britain's good. Uh, yeah. I, I love all, I love all Formula One racing, but check out Belgium. It, it's coming up. Um, I don't You're in the Ardennes exactly. forest, man. You're in a forest. It, yes, that that, that is, the battle. is amazing. That and there's two. Oh, oh Rouge. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rouge is my favorite. Lasore, it's, it's the best. Those are my two favorite corner. turns in racing. That and the oh, Rouge. Oh, Rouge, Lasore, and the corkscrew at Laguna Seca. My favorite turns in all of motor racing. Yeah. If I can beg you before I get off of here to, to please watch, watch the Belgium Grand Prix. It rains at some point in time, whether it's private it'll, it'll rain qualifying. Like, it'll rain like It'll rain, It'll on, rain like on half the track. track. And it's one so of these those guys are, these guys it's are rolling around. It's a beautiful circuit. Yes. It's a beautiful circuit that takes you out slicks. into the forest and you come back out of the forest. It, it's a, it's, it's an amazing circuit. It's an amazing track. If you want to get an appreciation for what Formula One racing is, watch these guys go through Lasore and over back to back, flat out. It's, these guys hold their breath, one, because the G-forces don't allow them to breathe, and two, <laughs> they go through it with their eyes closed because, please, Lord, I hope this car sticks. And that's how they go through these corners. And it's it like is, a bump, too. It's just it, like, it is they hit unbelievable. It, it's, and then they come up that straightaway. That Eau Rouge up to the corner to the straight. I don't remember the number of the corner. Uh, 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 up, to straight. Five, up to five and six. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. They hit, race they hit this corner. They're going downhill on a corner as fast as the car will go, and it immediately that's the tip, and it goes right. <laughs> and All right. it goes kind of right, you, and they hit it. And you they went to the top of the hill. I, I'm, when they get to the top of the hill, I'm they gotta go walk. left. On the, cre- on the crest of the hill through El Rouge. It's, it's, it's nutty. It's stupid. It's amazing. It's, it's the best. I look forward to this. You see the part of the live because they hit so hard. You've sold me. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the next one coming up because I just put a bet on it. But, uh. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you put on? Who'd you put on? Who'd you put on? I, I'll tell you after a while. 
I'll tell you, right, I'll yeah. tell hold, you hold, hold that off. If it ain't on the 44, gotta be on the Or the 5. Board. It's either the 44 oh, or the 5. The 5 is a joke. That's in, his, that's in his backyard, and I hope Lewis smokes him in his old backyard. Oh, after, he le- after he left Red Bull. Oh, I love that. He's got it coming. Hey, that's the first time. That post race, the post race after, after that, uh, after, uh, Ajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajibajib
Because you're on sports hey, and more. Yeah, sw- swings, swings and clubs while <laughs> you're down there. D-bag. Swings and clubs. This is a good golf course. I, I'm not going to take my clubs. My clubs probably will not see any action until August 27th. When what? Perk, when Perk comes down for uh, his bachelor party. Which you are invited to. I don't know if you remember. Are we, that are, we are we playing, are we playing Valhalla? Are we playing Valhalla? We are not playing Valhalla. We're probably <laughs> playing the, uh, Jefferson. Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. I know what Valhalla is. I definitely don't know what cool you guys are talking about. There. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, actually, my, my buddy, uh, he's, uh, course I mean, if you can get us in there, we'll go play it and they can fish out my balls from their water holes. But, uh, <laughs> I can't get us in there for damn sure. I'm a teacher, man. I'm oh. a fucking. No, I just, got, and, I just got a buddy in a good spot. If I still lived, if I still lived at Jack's, you guys can get on TBC in a heartbeat. heartbeat. Well, that would also in, in, incorporate us getting there, so. Well, I mean, and, and I don't another, live in Jackson another, anymore, so it doesn't matter. Another well, point, my what, final thought, I'm, what, I'm reading the uh, first book of the American Assassins, and I just realized there you that there's 15 other books that I have to read. So by the time I'm 52, I will have this series finished. And I can watch Dude, I read all those books in, I read all those books in about two years. I read every one hey, of them. Hey, I'll tell you what. And I'm I reading, got this I'm rereading them. I went and got this one from the library a couple days ago, and I'm already on like chapter like 15. It's like, it's hard to put down. It's hard Did they to make do. a TV series for this? Cause I ain't reading them. No, there's but they, be a, they have gonna be a movie. There's a movie. It, go, the movie's gonna go be a my, lot different. From the from it's, the hey, I've seen, what, man. it's a lot different. I don't know I don't know if you read at all, but if you read at all No, I pick up this book. If you read at all, man, these chapters are real easy. Like you cruise through the chapters pretty quick and it's one of those books where you could easily read five chapters a night. It, it's that intriguing. I may have to uh I'm more of a Audio, visual. I can't bring myself to sit down and read for that long. ADD kicks in. I think no, you, you read those. That. You read those books, man. Like it's hard to put them down, man. I like. I'm in the middle of a I, mission. I can't put them down. And I, uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about it. And like I said, I'm on chapter 15. I've had it for like maybe four or five days. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked so like, about it, man. I, so like American, I love it. American Assassin, American Assassin is actually like the ninth or tenth book, something like that. I I, I did see um, that. I, I saw where like uh, 1999 was like his first book, and then like so he went back in like I, 2010. Yeah. So I read it the way you read it. I read it where I read I read it in chronological Mitch Rapp way i read it his lifespan not the book's lifespan i read it in mitch Rapp's lifespan and uh i liked it a lot and uh like i couldn't put books down man like i was fucking like man i gotta go to bed to the point where i'm like contemplating going to bed or like let me finish the next oh man that that, that chapter was great let me go to the next one <laughs> you know, right. it was like fuck man um and, and the, the thing about books, it is every one of those the, books 
are as good as the one you're reading right now. Every one of them, up until the last two. Because the last two are but, not Vince Flynn. The last two are another guy because Vince Flynn died. No he shit. actually had, yeah, Vince Flynn actually died after whatever whatever the last one was. He died of cancer. And so he was why did already he come back and making, write, write these two? You know what I mean? Because of the, it was actually doing so well. He was like, you know what? I need to put a give, preface Give a little this. backstory. Uh, you know, give a little backstory. And he was great at doing the backstory. But he never to like follow along to, with to follow along with. It was. It's not like most people when they do the backstory, it doesn't follow, right? Like he did the yeah. backstory, and it it fell just in line, perfect. And then, and then like by reading those two or three first, and then going to the earlier one, it's like you didn't miss anything. So, well, I I tell you it's what, a great book. I'm I'm excited to read the rest of this book, and I'm excited so, on September 15th to watch the movie. And I I told my wife, I'm like, listen, if if you don't want to go watch it with me, like I've got a buddy who lives across the street from me who is a he he's an army guy, like he's a he's a veteran of the army, and he works. I don't even know what he does. It's like all top secret shit. But um, he's told me, he's like, listen, man, I'll go see that movie with you. So <clears throat> I, I'm going to go watch this movie, and I will have this book finished by I, – I have to return it July 14th, so I'll have it done by then. But oh, I'm going to yeah, take man. it with me on, on vacation, and my wife's driving, so I'll – I'll Dude, I, I have this shit on my phone, man. I have this shit on my phone where that's I've got every book. If there's a way I could give you of them, I well, would. I, I can get them from I the library, every, man. My my library. But I'm just saying, like all. I am. I have every book on my fucking iPhone. Like I just go to fucking iBooks, and I've read a mm. lot of them more than once because I just go to iBooks. See, and I'm like, oh, let me redownload that. Let me reread that. Yeah. See, I don't. I, I I actually have a Nook, and I, I'll I'll download some some books like here and there throughout the winter, and I'm put them on my Nook, and I'll read them throughout the winter. But in the summertime, like I do a lot of reading like outside. Like I'll sit out on my deck in my in my little lounge chair, and I don't like reading the Nook outside. Like it, no, it, no, it's no. hard. Yeah. It's hard for so me I didn't to do. My like I want a, so, like, I want a real book in my hand when I'm when I'm reading outside, and I'm I'm gonna be out by the pool. I never was able to do that because like everywhere I was deployed, because I literally read most of my books when I was deployed. Yeah. So like but when it, I'm deployed, a, a lot a of times game I'm, for you, you know what I mean. And a lot of times I'm deployed, I'm in places that are fucking like Arizona hot, and Arizona doesn't even know how hot it is. Yeah. You know, like. So, like, I'm either inside a room, like my little room, which is basically a shipping container, <laughs> and, um, or I'm on an airplane, which now I can't do it like that because now I'm not allowed to have a, a phone or any sort of personal electronic device, even like an Apple Watch or anything I can't have on my airplane at all. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Just because of the ability of just tampering with shit. So like now, like yeah. if I want to read on if, if I want to read on an airplane, I have to take a paperback book. Right. I get Which that. Sucks. I mean, but I get I, have, I don't think I, I don't think I've read the newest newest one. Just because, like, I wasn't like so. I read the new the new writer, the new author. I read the newest book that he did. After Vince Flynn died. And, uh, I liked it. But I didn't like it like I liked the first 13. Because Vince Flynn <laughs> wrote 13 of them. There's 15 books so, total. Vince Flynn wrote the first 13. Vince Flynn so was amazing. I've, I've heard that there's a, a, there's another one called Term Limits that was yes. written in 1997 that's not part of the Mitch Rapp series. It is. It is. Term limits is part of me because I read it. Term limits. Well, there's I don't remember if that's the one, but there's one of them that reminds you. That actually, there's like more than one. There's like two or three of them that remind you of movies that have been actually put out already. Like the same concept happened, right? And you're like, I'm, I'm like reading. I'm like, dude, I've watched this movie already. And I'm like, but this book was put out 10 years before this movie ever came out. Um, but, man, I mean, there's, but they're so descriptive. Like, the book is way better than a movie any day, all day. And Vince Flynn was amazing at writing those. Like, he actually had this American Assassin thing, this this book for American Assassin. He actually had it already in the works before he died. And Bruce Willis was going to be the old man at the compound. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, that was going to, it was going to be Bruce Willis. I was like, dude, that is Well, now it's amazing. Michael Keaton, isn't it? Yeah, now it's Michael Keaton. But it's going to be Bruce Willis and Chris Hemsworth, the night dude. You know what I'm talking about? The guy that played Thor? Yeah. He was actually talking about being Mitch Rapp. Which wouldn't work. Okay. I don't even. I don't even know how much this guy I like is Mitch Rapp because Mitch Rapp in the book is described as, you know, like a, a dark common complected. dude that's a badass. <laughs> yeah, but also he's he's dark complected with black hair, but he's white. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's weird. But um, and this new dude because he was able to he was able to be dark enough to. To fit in in the Arab crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like he had the complexion yeah. enough to fit in with the Arab crowd. With, with you know, if he went to Iran or if he went to you know whatever Arab nation it was, he would fit in. Like he would stick out. I guess something like this new guy, this guy they got playing it. He's white, right? Now, well, dark, yeah, you know, he, I agree with that. Are, we're recording right now about a book. Yeah. Wait, are we? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, hear me you put did. the thing? Yeah, I did, because you said, wait a second. Are you want me to turn it off? Oh, I don't care. Oh, I was going to say, you. I, okay, so, we, I know we gave our final thoughts, but... Yeah, we're good. I can turn... I can sign I'm just off sitting here drinking beer now, man. I'm just sitting here drinking can, beer now. My, I did I my final thought. Did you do your final thought? 
Uh, mine was we're going on vacation, and I'm going to read this. Oh yeah, 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 that's right, Gatlinburg. That's right. Man. Yeah. Like let Gatlinburg me go ahead and so let me go ahead and sign the the rest of it off, and then we'll just talk bullshit and talk. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So uh, keep your beer cold, your beer full, blah blah blah, all that bullshit. Um, and this will be your one episode for the week. <laughs> all right, and. That's sports and more. Have a good week.